0: I hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention.
1: Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect
2: with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Oh my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows?
1: It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention?
2: Send your dick pics.
1: (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are, because it's fuck or walk. You're
2: shitting me.
0: Have you made your decision for Christ?
2: To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such
1: things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know, Phone Boy.
2: They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly.
1: You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody.
2: That's true. That is true, and, uh, you know, welcome to episode 46 of The Lotus Effect, where the show's made up and the content doesn't matter, and today we're going to be bringing you a very special show, and of course, as always, I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone.
1: (coughs) And I'm boy. So we finally (laughs) met the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah!
2: And we, of course, have the most esteemed... Sir Rev Cybertrucker in the Blossom tonight, so welcome, Rev.
1: Hey, what's up, y'all?
0: Hi, yeah, we're having to do this the
1: the old phone style, which is uh, you know. Hey, some you know. That's because the 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 Rev is mobile at sixty-five mile an hour down the freeway. Ooh, we we
2: do love the fact that you know our our Rev is out there. You know, keeping the food system going, even though the government likes to make us think that we've got a shortage. But before we jump all up into the business, uh, as y'all know, <clears throat> we like to start our show with clips whenever possible. So, without further ado.
0: He's a stiff, <laughs> bereft of life. He rests in peace. If you had nailed him to the perch, you would be pushing up the daisies. Ease up the twig. He's curled up his tootsies! He's shuffled off this mortal coil! He's run down the curtain and joined the bleeding choir invisible! <laughs> he fucking snuffed it! <laughs> These are v, the metabolic processes! He's at his lot! All statements to the effect that this parrot is still a going concern are from now on
1: inoperative. This is an ex-parrot.
0: Yeah, um, you know, when I, when we, we we were, you know, we're not talking about death itself, of course, although that's, you know, obviously the the thought behind that particular clip, but what happens after, right? The afterlife. And, uh, you know, and... And when we when we were talking about this, uh, we, we were when we were talking about this uh, topic and how we were going to cover it. We, we went a lot of different directions, and we, we we decided. Okay, first of all, I guess I should also say we're going to. So I'm going to actually uh, end now. And so if we actually get live calls during the show, that'd be great. Um, so. Um, but we're not. We're going to talk about the afterlife, and we and, and actually uh, our friend uh, Rev Cybertracker here knows a little bit, uh, knows some stuff about that. We figured that right. uh, we'd get him on and 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 have a little chat about it. Um, so yeah, we are going to release this as an in the blossom episode as well. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's be where that goes. And uh, um, you no, know, and I guess uh, what we're uh, what we're after right now is uh, you know just let you know that hey we are a value for value podcast, and uh, as a as a value for value podcast we. Uh, you know we we take uh you know we take your contributions of time talent and treasure and uh, no, and this is—it's uh, definitely a uh, definitely something that we that uh, you know if you, we, we people give us value all the way, all the time. There's ways to do it. Um, if you go to lotuseffect.show, you can see uh, all the ways to do it. Uh, you, you can also uh, if you if you have one of those uh, nude fangled podcast apps, uh, you can uh, um, go to nudepodcastapps.com and go download one of them uh, that supports value for value transactions. And so you can stream satoshis to your favorite shows or give them boosts and everything. it's, it's a great thing. Um, we didn't get any, um, I don't think we got any donations this week. That's okay. But, uh, you know, but, but,
1: but oh, again. I'm going to have to yell at people for that. You will donate. You will donate now. You will donate, you will donate often.
2: Jeez. That's getting clipped out. Well. Hardcore. <laughs> oh, well, That's well. so happening. Our new donation segment, yeah, exactly. courtesy of Service yeah, exactly.
1: Uncutor. We don't want your shit. We please don't send us your shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, It's it. the only
2: thing we don't want, but we, we will take the fiat Fun coupons, the Satoshis, the voicemails, the trolling in the chat room, uh, the calls today as we are live doing this. It's a new live son of a bitch, That's and we're true. doing it right here, right now.
0: Yeah, so I, I think this is, um, so, and, yeah, and we're, we're, we're going to try, that we, you know, I don't know how much traffic we'll get not being after No Agenda, because the, the, we got a lot of, we actually got True. a lot of calls for that. It was really amazing. Yeah, that was
2: great. Uh, I that.
0: But, um, so, for those of you who, uh, who are listening live, uh, either on the No Agenda stream or on our stream, uh, if uh, you want to call in now at 253-237-3321, you can uh, uh, interject your opinion, man, into this, in this discussion. Uh,
2: okay, we're going to slow that down, because apparently people have been complaining we talk too fast, okay. so it's 253 Two, three, seven, three, three, two, one. That's contact as slow as I can go. I'm a Yankee.
0: <laughs> oh my! <laughs> three, two, one. Contact. Okay. That, I'm sorry. I'm showing my age there. Um, but uh, you know, of course, um, you know, if you can, you want to sound off on that topic or current, you know, um, you know, current or past topic? Of course, you can do that. And you know, we, uh, you know, when you make your one ringy thingy ringy-dingy. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, Ernestine. She's not standing by, but Google Voices has provided a a mangled transcription of your call. We, in fact, we have we do have a, a voicemail we can play a little bit later. Yeah, um, that uh, that uh, actually is a potential show title, as usual. So, um, yeah. The, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love Bemrose. All right. Yeah, that is hey, look,
1: uh, Bemrose uh, wants purple eggs from Jupiter. Uh, That's a good transcription, man.
0: Yeah, purple eggs from Jupiter. Yeah, That's we beautiful. Yeah, we actually bought purple um, peppers, peppers, today. peppers today, which I will get into in the toast and jam. So, yeah. um, all right. So we're just we're gonna do this. Uh, you know, we've got a, we've got just got a few questions here. Well, and some of them are just kind of general, like you know, not related to the topic, but uh, you know, more kind of personal ish questions. And then um,
1: we used to have a question like that. It was touchscreen screen or physical keyboard. Physical Ooh.
2: keyboard all day long. Okay, I, okay,
0: so okay. Answer, answer that question.
1: Oh, me, uh, physical.
0: Yeah, that. I'm with you. I'm on with
2: that.
1: it. Yeah, um,
0: I, I miss the old. Uh, you know, I miss my old Nokia e 71s keyboard. I mean, it, it you, you could fly in that thing. Touchscreen sometimes just fritzes out, and it's it. that is actually I a great. I still point. have
1: a. I still have a pirated version of the BlackBerry keyboard on my Android.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I bet. That. <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah, the touch the touch screen keyboard is are just terrible. But Yeah. Uh
2: <laughs> Okay, we are not a tech show, goddammit. Quit tech bukaki and whatever me.
0: Yeah. Isn't that why we're together? I mean
2: That's how this all started. This <laughs> yes, is a result of that.
0: Exactly. Um, all right, so I will ask the question, how do we meet exactly? Um I mean I know I met through I met I know I met you through through uh through Phoenix, but I, I, yeah. How did the two of you meet?
1: It was actually off of an app that is now defunct called house party. It was a, it's kind of like a, uh, uh, kind of like a video conferencing software only. There's like eight to 12 people in a room. Everybody's all talking at once. Uh, people can come in and leave, although you can, uh, you could walk your, your rooms if you wanted to, but it, it, we met through uh, mutual friends on there, and eventually it led to us exchanging numbers because we kind of kicked it off this ring, and uh, we've been talking to what, four years, three oh, years, four years?
2: Easily, yeah, because... <clears throat> cashmere was just a itty bitty kitten when uh, Uh me and uh what's his nuts ended up on 65 there in that traffic jam for that flipped over grain truck and uh he went up under my truck and rescued him off the fifth wheel rail because the little shit stain was on the door and when i opened it he fell onto the uh top step and he was gone and i my heart stopped so that was around about the time that uh we were all up on house party and doing what we do be do and I think I think the actual first time, if I'm not mistaken, that you and I met in person was down on 75 in Georgia at that quick trip. No, I might. No, I'm yep. sorry. Was it?
1: No, no, uh, no. Uh, it was actually at the Denny's, or not Denny's, uh, 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 the TA. When I met you and uh, your uh, ex.
2: Crap! I can't remember where the hell it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm like in my head. I'm driving down there on forty. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. I. I think I know. I think it was the K Town one. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I think that's what it was.
2: Yeah, and I know you and I have met up uh, on the road. You know, when I was driving uh, yep, in a couple, so a
1: couple of states. Yeah, we've done so a couple times. Yeah, that was. they I trying to figure out which one was the first one. It was like, what the is like, is it? Yeah. I w-
2: I realized who it was that I met at, at the quick trip. It was um, uh, Gear Jammer, or Gear Grinder, ah. whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, Grinder. Yeah, he was. He was a skinny dork. Good guy, though. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, no hate. Decent dude.
1: Okay. So that's how we ended up meeting. Yeah, and that, yeah and,
0: that, and that led to you conv- hitting her in the mouth, right? Which
2: Oh, they, yeah. yeah. Never saw it coming. Just boom, from out, out of nowhere, I get punched in the mouth.
1: That's right. Yep, yeah. She was saying she wanted um, something to listen to, and I told her, I said, go to the NoAgenda showcom and check it out, see if you like it. And she went and she liked it.
2: Oh, God, I got so hooked. I binged the shit out of, like, every episode I could get my teeth into. I wasn't sleeping. That was the problem. Like, he got a little obsessive at first.
0: I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of
2: course, well, <laughs> that led to the fact that we started talking about the green goodness. Mm-hmm. And yep. that immediately triggered in his brain... Bowl after bowl. So that's how that happened, and we all know where that led to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Two peas in a podcast. Oh, wait a minute. That's that was right. episode 24 or whatever it was.
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
0: Um, so, all right. Well, that, okay. So that actually leads to, the, to another question. Um, so how did you, uh, w- so tell us about the first time you uh, you uh, smoked the holy herb.
1: Oh, I was 14 years old and a uh, feller down the street. Who was friends with my dad had just got he just had up his guy and agree up and I was walking around and, and I did something in, in some work in his yard and uh, he handed me a cigarette cellophane with a blood in it and he said don't tell your dad
2: <laughs> that's the best and I was guy. like
1: all right but I knew what it was and I knew how to smoke and everything I just never done it so I went and grabbed a, a friend of mine Greg. He was about a year older than me, and I figured he might have rolling papers. He did. I said, "Dude, roll this up." He was like, "All right." So we sat around and we spoke, and that was the first time I got high. Yeah,
0: it's a uh, sweet, sweet. Yeah. So the, um, yeah. So I, did, when did you learn that there was probably more to just like in high than you know when you know, consuming the whole herb? I mean, when when did you learn
1: any more about that? Uh, when I was sixteen. I got a hold of my very first copy of High Times Magazine. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. And at first I was like, Oh, you know, hey, pictures of Buds, you know, you know, hey, Playboy, Playboy. And then I started reading. I'm a prolific reader. I read about seven hundred words a minute and I read damn damn near everything I could get my hands on. It kinda of pisses off salesmen when I read the terms of service and everything. But I'm a prolific reader, so I read that magazine. It took me about 15 minutes to read everything out of it I wanted to read, and I thought I want more. Come to find out, my local library had a subscription.
2: Hell yeah. So I went
1: in and, I, yeah, so I went in and I started reading every High Times magazine I could get my hands on and learning anything and everything I could, including trying to figure out a way how I can get a hold of copies of studies done In Israel, this was all before I even graduated high school. Awesome. I I started, yeah, I started learning about it. I figured out that it was literally being demonized for no good fucking reason. And I joined normal. And when I was 18, I joined normal. And I've been kind of, I've been a medical advocate ever since. But, you know, hey, you want to do it recreationally.
2: That's good, too. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, all right. <clears throat> this, this is probably a silly question. So have you ever used any alternative healing methods, like not pig pharma? And, of course, you know, if you have, uh, which ones? And for what?
1: Uh, the only thing I have ever used is uh, a couple of herbal remedies, but that's mostly for you know, throat, sore throat, uh, cough, basically um, a little bit of chamomile, honey, and lemon juice. Um, chamomile tea right right honey and lemon juice that, that that's about the extent of my alternative medicine experiences
2: but you're open to them like you're not a, you're not a, a denier or anything
1: oh hell no I think that anything that works uh, be it, it working in reality or working psychosomatically I don't care if it works it fucking works
2: I'm with you on that
0: yeah exactly yeah, yeah um It's uh, yeah, I think that's uh, yeah. When we yeah, I mean, I think one of my favorite alternative healing, not healing, but like uh, remedies, is uh, actually honey and lemon. uh, When I've got when I got a cough, um,
2: I don't know. You seem pretty sovereign
0: for coughs, man. Yeah,
2: you seem pretty fond of the uh, peppermint oil. Every time you get a headache, since we procured it.
0: Yeah, well, details, technicalities, those things. Um,
1: Peppermint oil is also good as a anti mosquito. uh, No.
0: Yeah, maybe that's why – well, I was going to say, maybe that's why I've got fewer mosquito bites, but uh, there's been uh, – I don't know. We haven't had too many mosquitoes around here, have we?
2: You know, that's well, – bullshit we haven't. Okay. Oh, we've okay. definitely <laughs> had plenty. This is the South, after all. But yeah. that actually gives me an idea. I could probably take a couple of drops of peppermint oil and put it in the citronella candle we have mm-hmm. yep. for the second floor. And not only would it make it smell even nicer, because I don't mind the scent of citronella, but if it helps to ward off the mosquitoes, hell to the yeah, let's do that. just
1: a dab behind each ear. That's all you need.
2: Mm, Well, that explains it. I'm always dabbing it behind Foam Boy's ears to relieve a headache with (laughs) massage. There you you go. He's a walking mosquito repellent. (laughs) There's a potential show title. So, all right. We know, obviously, that you are steeped in the podcast community. What we want to know is, have you ever done a podcast other than the segment you do for Metal Moment? And if so, what was it about? And uh, what got you into it? And if you're not, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you not podcasting?
1: Well, uh, I did get into podcasting a while ago. I've had several shows, and none of them... Really took off. I think the only thing I've ever done that was even oddly successful was Metal Moment.
2: Yeah, and you've got a ton of fans, and they need to get on the ball and start donating. If you want to keep Metal Moment going, ladies and gentlemen, start throwing a couple of coins Rev Cybertrucker's way because this is something he does on his own dime, and he does it out of the love of the music. But uh, with as much love as I know you all have for that Metal Moment. How about we give some of that love back? A little value for value. Come on, NA producers. Yeah. I'm looking at you yeah, all. Let me,
1: let, me put a, let, let me put a little bit of a, um, a, a, you know, put a little color into it for you. The, the metal moment, what I do for that is nothing more than uh, propaganda for bowl after bowl. That's all it is.
2: <laughs> and it works. <laughs> <laughs> it works.
1: Yep, it, that's all it is. It's meant for bowl after bowl. It's meant to help them get Subscribers, it's meant to help them get donations and and so on. That's what it's for. So I take no money from bowl after poll for it. Um, I don't even allow them to put me in their their uh, crypto splits, mm-hmm. Bitcoin split. I don't even allow that. So everything I do for them is totally provided to them, one hundred percent free.
2: There you go. You heard it here and, first, and it
1: always will be. Now.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't also, mean that people can't toss you a couple of coins for what you're doing. I mean, what you are doing is the fact that you're doing it out of the love for the podcast and the people. You yeah. Know, let's not forget, okay. you know, time, talent, treasure, folks. The treasure portion for his talent is is what we're talking about here. I'm not panning. I'm just saying value for value. And I know that uh, I'm guilty of it, phone boy. We need to uh, we need to walk our talk over here yeah. and uh, throw a throw a donation there at the rev. Because yeah. we do love us, some Metal Moment, and have actually borrowed some of the music that you have provided for some of our yes, Studio right. 33. That's
1: right. Oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy.
2: <laughs> You're more than worthy, sir. <laughs> sir. Rev, You know that. I, I got to say. That's
1: right. I got to say, full transparency, uh, Metal Moment is 350 bucks in the hole.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck, actually?
1: Yeah, for hosting. Well, Ouch.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, hosting uh, the RSS and it's kind of been neglected. Okay,
2: somebody, really somebody, get moment, uh, somebody get a metal moment. Somebody get a metal moment. Drive going. <laughs> 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 we we need a fundraiser for the music.
1: Exactly. Go hit my GoFundMe page, man. Right,
2: Venmo, man, Venmo. Oh my god. Okay, so rabbit hole for a moment. Is it just me? And I know you see an ass ton of these ones out there too, Rev. That you know, last fling before the ring, Ven, buy the bride a drink, Venmo, this and that. Like, is it just me, or do you just want to give them a little buddy bump and spin them off into a ditch? Is that just um, me?
1: I'd, I'd love to send them spending off into a dimension of pissed off they've never been in before in their lives, but <laughs> I have, you know, a license to maintain.
2: <laughs> yes, I, I do understand that, Uh Yeah. They were obviously absent on Lugnut Day. Uh
1: Uh-huh. (laughs) On white for y'all. There you go. Um,
0: This is just...
2: Poor phone boy is completely (laughs) oblivious. It's like you and I are just having a a phone call like we'd usually have, and he's just playing Clip Monkey or whatever. (laughs) Poor guy. That's (laughs) like when me and him start talking tech. Yeah. I I, I just sit there with my lollipop and a a wide-eyed little girl... uh, Smile going, uh-huh, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're welcome for that visual for anyone.
0: Yeah, um, yeah exactly. What is-
2: <laughs> so here is something I do know that you know a fair bit about. Um, so what got you into cryptocurrency?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say I know a fair bit about it. I know enough to be dangerous, and that's about it. Um, what got me into crypto, actually, was when Bitcoin first came out i was originally leery about it and As i thought oh, oh yeah uh, uh, you wouldn't believe how big the the space was of uh, people that were leery of it versus people that were like gung-ho and all in mm-hmm. it, but it took me two years before i decided i was going to go ahead and start buying coins and i did i bought ten.
2: Yeah, that's ten whole Bitcoin for anyone who's interested. Let that. Yeah, Dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: excuse the fuck out of I, me, Daddy Warbucks.
1: <laughs> I paid. I paid far less than the twenty thousand is worth right now. I pay you that right now.
2: Yeah, you. Uh, if I remember correctly, you bought the fucking dip at the perfect time. You had. Uh, you had a good chunk of change. You came into and. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, wisely invested. No, no, yeah. no shade thrown, man. Kudos.
1: But. But when I bought those 10 Bitcoin, this was two years after it was introduced. And it sat in my portfolio and sat in my portfolio. And I didn't remember I had it until about three years ago.
2: Oh, wow. What was the ROI on that? Um,
1: My ROI was very high. Uh, As as of three years ago, I think I made something like... uh, Forty-three thousand.
2: oh my god per holy per wait per bitcoin
1: per bitcoin when i bought them they were like 200 bucks
2: okay so uh <laughs> for those of us who are a little slow and didn't go to college you know comp sci math over there that's like almost <laughs> half a mil that you've yeah, made just okay change Holy shit on a cracker! That's impressive.
1: And and then right before the dip, I sold a couple of coins. Nice. And then what? the dip happened, and I bought a shit ton of coins. <laughs> I bought I bought nine more coins. I oh sold uh, yeah, I sold two and I bought nine more.
2: <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, there you go. Go, go big baller. You know? Yeah, he is.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't use just profit from the two that I sold. Uh, I used some of the money out of my my fund Mm -hmm. in order to do it. But uh, when I saw that it had dipped all the way down, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a couple more. I bought nine more. There you go. Hell yeah. Well, you know, I mean. now This this is, of course, all the stuff that I can't touch.
0: Right. Yeah, well, I mean, but seriously, like.
1: Spend money on the cum. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's that's what you did right there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this shit's going to explode. I,
1: yeah, I was basically, uh, I stumbled into it, and out of sheer stupidity, I made a decent profit.
2: Hey, you know, happy accidents. There's there's no shame in that.
1: Yep. And then uh, here about a year ago, uh, or right about the time that uh, Sir Spencer started talking about it on bowl, bowl after bowl, when I started paying attention to it a little bit more. Yeah, and then we- I learned how to set up a note on voltage got my channel set up and everything and you know the, I have some playing around with satoshis that I mess with
2: mm-hmm. well yeah I mean we all kind of throw satoshis back and forth in, in supporting our our favorite podcasts so you know yep. come on I y'all think it's what, start throwing satoshis I'm just kidding if, if uh, you don't have any value 7,
1: out of this 7,000 satoshis is fifty. A- <laughs> yeah you know Seven, th- about 7,000 satoshis is about a dollar fifty. So,
2: hey you know that's not terrible. You know, yeah, so throwing somebody
1: ten thousand sats is that's just a couple of bucks is what it is. Exactly. Now you know, hopefully it'll get it'll get more, but well, now it's, it's a couple of bucks. Ten thousand satoshis, but come on. Yeah, small. People things spend add two up. bucks on a magazine.
2: Are you kidding? I spend probably ten bucks or more a day on coffee. I mean, seriously, that's a shit ton of satoshis that could be, you know, sent to friends. And I have you know, I've big bald in bowl after bowl At one point I held the leaderboard for a, At least a couple of weeks I went I went big when I could So you know Because we love the kids over there And they know it I'm going to be forced to take your mute button away If you don't stop pushing it That's not helping That's not going to help Stay off my tits that's why your mute button's pushed. <laughs> oh, God. Dear God, see what I have to put up with. Uh, so here's here's another interesting question that I'm sure a lot of people want to know. What's one thing about you that nobody or very few people actually know?
1: Ooh, huh? Let's see. Uh, no, pretty much everybody knows that about me. Uh, <laughs> that that shit there's not much that's not known by a lot of people
2: you're, you're a pretty open book
1: uh, for the most part i mean there's a couple of things that i will not share uh, you know out in the open because you know privacy is a bitch but i but, so uh there's not really a whole lot uh I'm not sure if uh, most people know this, but I'm almost fucking 50 years old. I have grandkids.
2: <laughs> and not just one. You've got like four of them or something.
1: I have um, three daughters.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think that, I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of, I'm kind of in the almost 50 club too, right? I mean, it's, well, I mean, I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean seriously like yeah you just kind of look around and go wow okay my this is what's happening in my life at this point in my life okay let's see where the next day goes Okay so
2: I have a question do the two of you need a fucking geritol over here <laughs> I mean come on Rev's only literally a year older than I am and two yet you know two years yet, yes <laughs> than you fucking tongue is stoned Seriously. Oh,
0: uh, I'm going to have to clip that. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know you would.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the tug is stoned. Like
2: a gravel road, bitch. Like a gravel road. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's, it's what the, oh, boy. I, so, I'm going to have some fun this
2: week. Yes, <laughs> I, I knew this show was going to go tits up from the beginning because Rev is such an awesome individual that we would rabbit hole like they fuck, so. <laughs> <laughs> So following along with our, our kind of show vibe, uh, we are kind of curious, um, if you're a farmer's market patron, and if you are, um, what do you usually look for? What do you usually purchase? And if not, uh, what's your problem?
1: I am not. That's because most farmer's markets don't have parking for 85 foot long vehicles.
2: <laughs> that is a damn good reason.
1: Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, they barely have parking for, you know, for like PVs. So, you know, there you go. True.
1: Yeah, now every once in a while I can hit one in like Florida or Georgia if it's, if I'm traveling down a US highway. Right. But uh, but other than that, now I don't have an opportunity to get to them very often.
2: And see that's, if at all. that's a valid reason. Like you're not just like a pretentious prick, which I knew that cuz, you know, we've been friends for a hot minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To. Oh, yeah, that's something people don't know about me. I am a pretentious prick. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: See? You had even me fooled.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Liar, liar, pants on fire, hanging from a telephone wire. Squirming, squirming, pants are burning when I lie, my hips start turning.
2: Oh, my dear God.
1: I want a copy of that.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll send it to you. Don't worry. It's it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a clip oh, I, I I made for um for one of the funny thing about murder episodes and and yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah it's amazing you know when, once you start collecting clips it's like yeah you you just start collecting clips it's like you, I, I would, yeah
2: you pulled that for funny thing about murder for me
0: I did yeah I, I, and all I can say about that is. <coughs>
1: <laughs>
2: That's right. That That is definitely a mic drop moment. Yeah. So uh, we are kind of curious, even though you don't go to farmer's markets, like if you had the opportunity, uh, you know, whether it be time, land, whatever, would you grow your own food and raise your own livestock?
1: Uh, my wife and I, when we were living in West Virginia, we still own the house out there, but uh, nobody's been out there to take care of it. We had a garden and we did farm, you know, we did raise our own corn, Bell peppers, beans, peas, green beans. You know, the we did quite a bit, and I think one year we even did taters.
2: Hell yeah! Mm, so see. that that actually is a good uh, a good leading to another question that we have, which is, how did you know that your significant other was the one?
1: Uh, which <laughs> we were at a mutual friend's house and. We had been getting high all day long, and she's a lightweight, and she didn't tell nobody. So we're sitting there, fucking rip after rip after rip, bong bong full after bong full, twist the stem up, the smoke in between bong rips. Damnation! The whole nine yards. Fuck so, yeah, yeah, we were going at it. You were going and hard, man. We didn't man. know she was. Yeah, and she's a two hitter quitter.
2: Oh no! And
1: we didn't. Yeah, we didn't know that. And after we were all done, we were like, "Well, we, you know." need to go our separate ways, go get some sleep, get ready for work, blah, blah, blah. And she grabbed a hold of me and she pulled me down and she whispered in my ear, I'm so stoned I can't drive.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: And I, I went, really? I don't know how I'm going to get home. I was like, all right, I'll drive. <laughs> they like, no problem, I'll
2: right. drive. Done this a million times.
1: Exactly. And, and she was like, are you sure? Can you drive a stick? Not, are you okay to drive? Can you drive a
2: stick? Right? She didn't give a shit if you were okay to drive, just if you were less stoned than she was.
1: I said, "Uh, no, but I could probably learn real fast. So as we were trying to get, as I was trying to get her home, she's in the seat, giggling her ass off, telling me the car's telling me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is she going to kill you for telling this story?
1: No, as a matter of fact, she thinks it's hilarious.
2: Oh, I have to agree. Uh, that is great.
1: She says her her car earned the name that night. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get out to her place, and I crash on the couch. And the next morning, uh, she wakes up. She comes out, and she asks me, did you drive me home last night? I said, yeah. She says, you didn't try to take advantage of me? I said, nope. And she walked right over, sat down in my lap, and said, "All right, let's we'll do it now." <laughs> like, keeper, keeper, keeper. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's a that's pretty amazing.
2: <laughs> Thanks for the ride home. Let me return the favor.
0: <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's one of these. <clears throat> yeah. yeah,
2: truth and, on and that.
1: That's not. That's not how I met her. I was actually her roommate. Uh, for a few months while I was trying to find uh, my own place. She had a room for rent, so I rented it from her. And it turns out she had been eyeballing me up and down the entire time I was there. Mm-hmm. And she never got she never got up the nerve to say anything. And it uh-huh. wasn't until we were at a mutual friend's getting high off of our asses, and I brought her home and didn't take advantage of her, she decided she was gonna. Well, I mean, that's jumped respect. jumped right in.
2: That's absolute respect, like... I, I always knew you were respect a respectful guy, but that just brings it to a whole new level. I mean, not
1: well. I don't know. I just for her, I mean,
2: it
1: was, Yeah, well, for her it was kind of a, a big deal because she had been abused physically uh, and sexually by other partners. Oh
2: um, dear she God!
1: Really didn't want to... Yeah, she had been raped quite a few times before as well, so she was not uh, treated very nicely all the way up until. She met me and
2: my friend, oh my God, yeah,
1: oh, uh, yeah,
0: I mean it's
2: <sighs> wow, yeah, yeah, talk about like <laughs> there went all the air, <laughs> mm. wow, yeah, that's heavy, but you know what, I mean, we've talked about you know your your wife, and she sounds like an amazing woman, I mean, I've never been lucky enough to talk to her, but she does sound amazing, and to put up with you, <laughs> she has to be special for sure.
1: Well, she's got to have a heart of steel if she's going to put up with my stupidity
2: and bigger balls, because you are definitely a unique individual with all love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's the GPS. There's the the GPS. All right, I think
1: Turn my GPS down. I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: Hey, you know what? It adds to the wonderfulness. It is what the lotus effect is all about. You never know what's going to happen, what you're going to hear. I mean, we've got the uh, screen door open.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or the, I
2: should say the, the glass door. The screen is closed to keep the bugs out. But yeah, and, and you never and, know and at and any keep point in time. The cashmere in. Time, in. The cashmere inn. Yeah. Uh, he's not in the studio tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, know. believe me, he snuck out one time on the second level and. I'm like, boy, I'm gonna snatch the hair right off your ass. You don't get back in okay. that house. Okay,
0: I think before we get to the actual topic of the show, which is, it's kind of funny because we, spent, yeah, the, we, you know, we asked all. The, I think we asked all the kind of the, you know, the introductory. Well, there is questions.
2: one more question that actually ties into the next thing that we're going to be up to. Okay, so go ahead. Which is just out of blind curiosity, what is your favorite liquor? What's your poison? What's your go-to if you're looking to get just bomb diggadeed?
1: Uh, my favorite liquor is McAllen.
2: Hell yeah.
1: Uh, what year? Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it's all good, man. It,
0: it depends, on, it depends on who's paying.
1: <laughs> That's the yeah, proper exactly. answer. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I remember, I, I, okay, I have a McAllen story for you. Um, so, um, this is my one. This is one of my first trips when I actually um, when, when that I, I was I was starting to uh, work for uh, you know directly for my current employer and 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 we uh, um, and I was out with the, and we were and, and I was out with a um, a, a a customer um, a, a who uh, yeah they the McAllen twenty five was going around oh, that stuff's really nice a little expensive oh yeah but.
1: A little
2: uh, I've seen the bottle price. A little?
1: Yeah, it's a little expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah mean, it's a little expensive compared to the quality you get. Yeah, it's a little expensive. That's Not a lot,
2: it's a little. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> that that is
0: true yeah if i can add, my best value for money is like if you can get a 15 that's actually that's like you know it, it's a bump up from like the 12 but it's not but it's you know it doesn't completely slay your pocketbook because at some point it's like it's, it just gets ridiculous and it's like okay well i you know i'm I, I don't i'd like to if i'm gonna drink i'm gonna drink something i that i enjoy that's not gonna break my pocketbook
2: isn't the 15 what we bought when we first moved here yes okay
0: yeah, we bought. Yeah, we. Yeah, the. Yeah, they, they had the fifteen. That well, was, you know,
2: Christmas is coming. You know, maybe, maybe your. Um, yeah. Maybe your Santa Phoenix will put a bottle of McLaren fifteen or 15. <laughs> McLaren fifteen. McLaren um, fifteen. That car is McLaren. on my mind. Uh, sorry, I was telling a writer <laughs> about a dude who wrecked a fucking McLaren up on the dragon. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's a five hundred thousand dollar fucking whip that you just fucking destroyed. Because your dumbass wanted to show out on a curvy-ass road. Like, dumb. I mean, you can find the video of it on YouTube. It's all over. Yeah, there you go. I don't remember how long ago it was, but...
0: Oh. All right, so I think we'll... All right, I think we'll... But I think we'll... Yeah, we're, I think we'll go do Toast and Jam first. And well, you
2: know, there's actually something we need to do before we do the Toast oh, and Jam today. Right. I believe Reverend has something uh, he wants to... Contribute. He wants to contribute. That's right.
1: Yeah, I decided that uh, since I'm already doing this for bowl after bowl, I was going to do a segment for the Lotus Effect, and this one is actually going to be called Rev Cybertruckers of Stupidity.
2: Fits right in. Yeah, it does. Yep i don't I don't have a
1: uh, I don't have an intro or anything for it, but I do have an intro for the uh, artist and song. I know I shared it via um, uh, Facebook Messenger, but <laughs> that's the best I could do at the moment. Yeah, okay.
2: Okay, well, uh, but you, you, know you, what? you have to actually uh, send it. We can do that. No, he did. Okay. He sent it to me. Yeah, I, ha- I'll be honest. I thought you were sending it for no, after.
1: No, no, no. That
2: c- is on me. Oh,
1: no. No, you. know po- this, this, is, this is the actual song that uh, I'm going to be introducing.
2: I, I love this. All right, so, Foam Boy, I have sent yeah, okay. it to you. Okay. okay. Um,
0: well, I might play a little, depending on how long it is. I mean, because it's. Because, yeah, I don't want to get too.
2: I would stop
1: it after about a uh, minute forty-five, two minutes something like.
0: Yeah, I'll probably. Yeah, I was going to do thirty-ish seconds or so. You know, that, that probably keeps us. I'm out sure of in the future I, the I, format I will, play, will
2: be different. For yeah, us. I
0: will play. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. figure this out. You know, kind of thing, and we'll see what it says.
2: My leg and a patch on my eye, and
1: hate mail from State Farm. I'm well versed in English. I went to
2: Purdue. But since I'm a pirate, convention demands that I speak like one, too. Okay. That is money in the <laughs> bank, cash in hand. Yeah, we will love we, it.
0: Yeah, we will. And we'll, you know what?
2: We're gonna play the whole version in Studio Thirty Three.
0: Yeah, that's right. So anyway, just uh, but that's a great. Uh, yeah, that. Thank
2: that, you so much. That made my night.
1: That did. Yeah, we'd like yep. we, we, that. We that that right there is the Money Shot Cosmonauts, and they are a comedy group, uh, usually having different singers um, from a website called The Bump or the funny music dot com, the pump dot com. And that song, Blow Me Down, is a parody of of course the original, which whose name escapes me at the moment. <laughs> Thompson Twins. Why.
2: Hold me now by yeah, Thompson
1: Twins, yep. yeah. yeah, hold me hold me now, that's what it is. Um, but the, the Money Shot cosmonauts, you can catch pretty much everything that they've got on the pump dot com. Now, com. you can download free music from there. Every time a new song pops up, it's free for a couple of weeks. Uh, every track is 99 cents. A, the entire website is owned by the artists that uh, frequent it. Nice. So 100% of the money after expenditures for you know, web hosting and blah, 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 100% of the proceeds go straight to the artists.
2: Hell Yeah. That's you could also get,
1: uh, sub- yeah. You could also get subscriptions, which allow you to download any song that they have, which they have well over. The last time I checked, it was well over 500 songs. Wow. Probably a hell of a lot more by now. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They they made a song to commemorate their 1,000 song. so they've got over a thousand.
2: Hell yeah!
1: And, uh, it, but uh, it through their subscription, if you choose high enough level, they will send you, every month, a compilation CD of every song that was released for that month.
2: Oh, that's bonus.
1: Nice. Like so, that. it is a prime place for you to grab... At, oh, and everything on that website is pod safe. Oh, cool. Oh, beautiful.
2: That's even better. Yep.
1: So, you can play the entire uh, the entire track, and nobody will come around knocking for royalties. Nice.
2: That is money in the bank.
1: Yeah, we like that. Yes, we the only thing... Yep, the only thing they, they require is that you let everybody know, hey, go to com if you want that song.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I'll put it in the show notes.
2: Well, I mean, that's the most valuable advertising right there is word of mouth.
0: Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'll put, as I say, I'll put a link in the show notes for it. That's,
2: that's why we always try to remind the pedal heads that, you know, one of the best things that you can do in the value for value format is uh, tell a friend. You know, yeah, exactly. Listen together or listen apart, just listen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and actually, this is uh, this probably gets into the toast and jam. We, we actually talking about getting business cards because uh,
2: we are gonna get business cards. Yeah, it's not I what I am Talking about, we are going to do it. Yeah, we're, we're fixing to do it. Oh, doing rideshare. Yeah.
1: What well, one last thing about the the cavalcade of stupidity? If oh. I gotta pay Sir Bemrose fifty bucks to do an intro for me again, I am gonna be mad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my! That's great. <laughs> you guys ain't right. <laughs> Come on, no agenda,
1: nation. You know what I'm aiming at.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought Fletcher too did the intro.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Fletcher. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fletcher mistake. did. My apologies, the metal Fletcher. Moment. A thousand apologies, Fletcher. A thousand apologies. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Um. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we. But yeah, that's actually. Yeah, we're talking about it just for the because the number of people that that um, that you see in in rideshare it's pretty.
2: Um, oh, I experienced some seriously interesting people. So would you
0: like to talk about a few of the things that you that you experienced this week with the pedal heads?
2: Well, this week's tales from rideshare talks about a ESPN cameraman that I transported, which was very interesting. Uh, he actually flew into Knoxville instead of Johnson City, accidentally. He put in the wrong airport code, and it was too late to change it, so I ended up picking him up and having an interesting conversation with him about various things that I can't remember exactly what they were at this point in time. Well,
0: how he got into being a cameraman. And it's oh,
2: things. yeah, that's true. That that was probably one of the more interesting points. So. He actually started out as a DJ, which of course made me think of you yeah. with how you started in radio and how you got your moniker. Yeah, exactly. And somebody had asked him if he wanted to, I, I do something at a a game, basketball game, and he wanted to know who was playing, and they said the Bulls, and this was back when you know Michael Jordan was huge, and he was like, "How much does it pay?" and they were like, "Nothing," and he was like, All "Right, I'm in," and that night. He made the decision that this is what he wanted to do. He loved it, and he worked his way up, and now he works for that woke ass company called Disney and ESPN, covering sporting events and other really awesome things.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just interesting to hear somebody kind of come up through that. You know, it's a um, but, uh, it, it, and it's it was by accident, right? I mean, well,
2: it's that? kind of like the universe directing you.
0: Yeah. Which we're having a lot of experience with lately, aren't we?
2: Oh, yeah, we are.
0: Yeah, we could talk about that. Um, yeah, um, yeah, lawyer.
2: I met a lawyer from uh, Fort Worth, I believe he said he was from, mm-hmm. and made me feel a whole lot better about the money that you're paying for your divorce because mm-hmm. his retainer starts at $30,000. Yeah. And believe me. He's got the typical lawyer, I'm better than you attitude because it was like, you know, oh, well, you know, the reason I charge this much is because, you know, the way I'm able to send my daughter to college at UT and the way I'm able to afford this and that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, the pretentiousness is dripping off the fucking window. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. I mean, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just being, you know, straight up honest with the fact that, you know, (laughs) he made me feel better about your retainer and at the same time reaffirmed why people from Texas are some of the most up their ass individuals as well as we did actually swap a couple of good lawyer stories. So, you know, or or not lawyer stories, uh, lawyer lawyer jokes. Pardon me. Uh, He even knew a few that I didn't, so that was kind of fun.
0: There you go. Get your lawyer jokes from lawyers.
2: Yeah, you know, go to the source. Yeah, exactly. And then one of the most interesting things that happened actually just happened yesterday. So I had to go to a town a few away from where I currently reside, and I just happened to pick up a doctor. Now, anyone who knows me knows I just can't keep this big old July mouth shut, and of course... What do I do? I do uh yeah. <laughs> I asked him, I said, Okay, you're a doctor. Uh what's your what's your opinion on the ketogenic diet? He said he was a vegetarian and that he was in favor of the ketogenic diet. So we got to talking a little bit deeper. And I heard him say something that really made me go full retard, y'all? This man had the audacity to literally say, well, you have to eat some sugar because the brain needs sugar in order to operate properly. And to which I retorted, um, yes, doctor. Liar, liar,
1: pants on fire, hanging from the telephone wire, squirming, squirming, pants are burning when I lie, my start hurting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, um, yeah, and the sugar that it needs, I'm surprised you don't know this. That the sugar that it needs is produced naturally by the body, which apparently is called ketoneogenesis. No, no, or gluconeogenesis. That's yes, right.
0: literally the the, the the creation of glucose. And your
2: that's right. Your body
0: only yeah, your body has at any given point in time four or five teaspoons of it in the bloodstream. You really don't need that much. So even if you need to eat it. I was it because- gonna say, does doesn't the brain need glucose, not sucrose?
2: Well, there you go. Well,
0: yeah, well that yeah, there
2: are no essential carbohydrates, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah. There, you know, some again, it's just one of those things that's like you don't yeah, you don't need it. I mean, because yeah, the, if if you don't get it, I mean, first of all, carbs are kind of, even in, even in stuff that's considered low carb, there's still some carbs in it. And you know, honestly, you don't need that much. Because
2: yeah. the problem is this, okay? This is a doctor who I literally picked up at a medical facility who does not have any idea what the American Nutrition Guidelines are, was unaware or just didn't care, that 75% of what they are recommending people to eat are carbohydrates. What? Right? That was my reaction as well when I found that out. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. And and this is very verifiable. Go to myplate.org. And yep. you can see exactly what we're talking about and verify this is not fact-check-false.
0: Yeah, this
1: is, well, at least that's what they carbs heard. are. Carbs are okay. A, a little bit of carbs is okay, you know, especially if you have to replace something in your diet with carbs or you have to stretch out your food or something. But beyond that, I eat way too many carbs, I can tell you that right now. You, you take one look at my trash can and, and you can see it's like, fuck, dude, you need to stop eating carbs.
2: Yeah, but it's also a matter of you're not saying that in order to survive, you have to eat carbs.
1: Uh, uh, Everybody knew in in the 1950s, everybody knew that a balanced dinner was meat, vegetables, dairy, and a
2: tiny little bit of carbohydrate. Uh Because that's what kept people healthy and fit. Yeah, I mean the argument the that I've made is in the 1950s, do you remember seeing any fat people? No, there weren't fucking fat people in the 50s unless you were ultra rich and were affording, yeah. you know, well, those my, foods that contained like shit. so
0: my uh so my grandfather was 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 a fat guy in the 50, in you know in, in that time frame actually. So um so it, it's. I mean, it, it, it was rare, you know. But it, it, it certainly happened. So yeah, you went. And this is before the. You know, this is before the dietary guidelines got as fucked up as they did, right? So enter oh, the
2: nineteen yeah. yeah, mean, seventies and half corn syrup. Yeah. yeah, and
1: everybody that got that way in the nineteen fifties, everybody who got fat, everyone knew that they ate too much bread, pasta, and pastry.
2: Yeah, which are carbs and yep. sugar.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, you know,
0: but I mean, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Yeah, that's it, yeah, basically. Yeah, okay, exactly. exactly.
2: Um, But that's exactly the point we're making is how is a doctor, and believe me, this guy was not that old, okay? And he was fully aware of, you know, because he asked me, you know, what my reasoning for questioning was. So he knew, full disclosure, that we were having a discussion that the content of which would likely end up on a podcast that essentially could go out around the world. And you know, I did promise that I would not name names or facilities unless authorized. Because I won't, I will protect the anonymity, even if there is stupidity involved. I just could not believe that a doctor, and and we had just watched Beyond Impossible, where they were talking about, or, or fat a documentary and Beyond Impossible, where they were talking about how, you know, doctors they don't get any training in nutrition, or what they get is so minimal. I mean even Dr. Drupinski said, you know, gee, let me think exactly how much nutrition training I got. Oh, yeah, basically jack and shit.
0: In the af- in, in the afternoon, you know, the, or you know, you might have gotten like, uh, you know, like one day in the afternoon, you know. Um
2: exactly, yeah. you know, a 3-hour lecture and call it good. They can claim that they gave you training on yeah. it. <laughs> so ultimately, you know, that You all know where we stand on sugar grains, seed oils, and carbs. And you all know that we have the respect that if you want to eat that, we're not going to tell you not to. We're not going to stop being your friends. (laughs) We're not going to stop letting you be pedal heads. But just know that, you know, you're you're risking your life by continuing to consume those things that contribute to heart disease, diabetes, you know, cancer, and, and ultimately death which is, you know, what our topic du jour more or less is, which is the afterlife today. And the only other thing <laughs> that we wanted to include in the Toast and Jam before we slide into that is a funny story.
0: Oh, yeah, you you skipped something.
2: I did? Yes. Oh, well, that's because that's yours. Yes, so that's right. you take yeah. the mic.
0: Yeah, so um, I th- I don't even know quite how to say it other than, like, yeah, it's clear my lawyer and I are not on the same page. So, uh that's uh, for my uh, for my divorce. So, um yeah, I'm yeah, and no, the, the the there there's some stuff going on and my uh, my lawyer does not appear to want to represent my position uh, effectively. So, um yeah, so long so yeah, long story short, um yeah, we are uh, yeah, I think we're gonna, I've got I've actually got an appointment on Monday to talk to a different attorney. Um one with a penis, and uh you know we'll see uh we'll see how that goes uh but it's pretty clear that uh yeah my uh lawyer's not up to the task and uh yeah you know i wish i had i wish I had the uh your fired clip i bet i bet that's what you're looking that's-
2: for you' are fired
0: yeah, exactly. thank
2: you thank you thank you. I was desperately yeah, looking for that clip well, then, and see, 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 i you was want, muted you, what
0: you, have to do is, you know is, is i've, I've did not con- know what i
2: was doing? Well, it's, clearly, uh, you know, this you know I'm, I'm trying to have your back over here and you I, make I me look like a horse's ass. Like this, yeah. <laughs> you're fired. Get out of here. There yeah. it is. There it is. That That's what we're telling his lawyer. Yeah. So, so hopefully Monday, everything will yeah. go with the new penis wearing yeah. lawyer. Yeah, it's
0: just, it is, unf- yeah, you know, she's trying to drag things out and I don't really want her to drag things out. And, uh, you know, I'd like to get this over with, but uh, yeah, I don't.
2: Ultimately, she sabotaged your divorce so far. I, I truly think I mean we've been talking about it since the beginning that she was not uh working for you, yeah, yeah. and I can't if, if I had a nickel for every time, I uttered the phrase does your lawyer forget that you're paying her not the other way around or some variance of that uh, I would probably uh, (laughs) yeah I'd be uh, independently wealthy and not have to do this podcast and uh, ride share
0: there you go so yeah I don't know we'll see how that goes hopefully um, yeah
2: yeah. as if this podcast pays me (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: anything yeah exactly I need yeah it's just it's just you know I'm staring down the barrel of more money that I don't have at the so there's that whole thing it'll
2: be okay though I know know it'll be fine
0: so it's all good Exactly. So okay. So now we have the so now we have <laughs> the story, story. From, from this morning. So how do you how do you want to uh Oh
2: god. I I I know that when Rev hears this he's gonna bust out laughing.
0: Yeah, well So just
2: be prepared. Oh
0: of course. Um so yeah You we, know
2: nothing sacred on this show. And yeah. and most no, of the time of not. that's right. Most of the time we leave things for the after after party in this particular uh genre. But we're we're gonna tell this Uh, story as PG as we possibly can. So Fumboy and I were enjoying a little adult time uh, of the nude podcaster type, but we weren't podcasting. I thank you. And uh, (laughs) I get a vibration on my wrist from my watch. Precisely. I get a vibration on my wrist and I look at my Apple watch and it says, it appears you're doing a workout. (laughs) No shit. Wait, it gets better. (laughs) It was an elliptical.
0: Yes, exactly. So oh appa- apparently...
2: Um, appa- apparently, Foam Boy is my elliptical workout.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's priceless.
2: Yeah. I, I, and I literally... I mean, this is one thing I love about being older. And, you know, the fact that we're still very much active in that department And we have the maturity where we can just burst into laughter during that particular activity over something as silly as that. And everything's good. Nobody gets offended.
1: That's when you know you're with the right person. The two of you can laugh in the middle of sex. Yeah, That's when you know you got the right person
2: and and we do a lot which is which is very refreshing because there's certain times when he'll just look at me like seriously cuz I'm I'll be stoned off my ass and he'll be like seriously what and i'm just like i don't know whatever it is it's hilarious <laughs> i just can't tell you what it is cuz i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah exactly well you know i mean drugs are bad you shouldn't do drugs yeah. bullshit <laughs> uh-huh. It's a result
2: of the marijuana poisoning. If, if drugs are bad, you're getting the wrong shit.
0: <laughs> exactly, no doubt, the wrong shit. All right, so let's let's move on to the, the second half of the show. And, yeah, okay.
2: we actually, you know, we do actually have a topic for this show, even though we've gone straight off the rails and down the rabbit hole, like wee, Alice in Wonderland. Oh,
1: I got I got one more drug related thing, real quick. Okay. Uh, earlier today, my wife sent me a picture that my uh, son-in-law had sent to her and in the picture it's probably about two or three pounds of uh cubensis.
2: okay it's, it's,
1: it's, that's magic mushrooms by the way
2: okay that, and, that's what i was like i, I didn't hear what you <sighs> repeat that again
1: uh how do you pronounce it psilocybin, psilocybin cubensis? no that's the chemical in there, psilocybin. Right. The, the taxonomical name of the mushroom, I believe is, and I'm probably butchering this, but I believe it is psilocybin uh, is, is cubensis?
2: Yeah, I'm not a botanist. I'm not sure on that.
1: Something and like I do Latin. It's magic mushroom. What? But he's, he's got like two or three pounds of these magic mushrooms sitting on his kitchen table. Oh, man. And she asked me, she says, is this what he thinks it is? I looked at it and I said, Well who sent it? She said, Your son in law. I went, Oh, Josh hey, right on. And I looked at it and I went, Yeah, those are gold caps. Oh man. That's the real deal there, bud.
2: Where the f- okay, we're gonna talk off air, where the fuck he got those? What wow. Colorado. Really?
1: Yeah, he, he picked Colorado. them out of the uh out of the park when he took the kids down to go to the playground.
2: The shit <laughs> is growing in Colorado. You hear that people? Let's all flock to Colorado. It's the new gold rush. We'll call it the gold cap rush. <laughs>
0: Old Rush. oh boy. Um, Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, you know,
2: we actually do have to talk about our topic today, which subsequently is the afterlife.
0: Yeah. Uh, So
2: So we have some questions for you, Rev, in pertinence to that. Um, The first of all, one, which is hella obvious, uh, do you believe in the afterlife? Do you believe there's something when we die? Is there more?
1: I believe in an afterlife because it has been proven to me. Oh, dear. Well, do tell. Uh, since I was about three or four, maybe even as early as two, I have been seen communicating with, and I remember communicating with spirits. And I've been able to do it my entire life, even to adulthood, even now. Uh, every once in a while, I will see or feel the presence of a spirit somewhere. And if I'd like, I can stop and I can chat. It's not any kind of a medium type thing. I don't have to go into a trance or, uh, you know, be possessed by some six-year-old girl or whatever. Don't have to do any of that shit. I can literally just sit there and hold a conversation out loud. That's wow. awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's... And you know, and I know, like, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you've heard, you know, uh, Larry fucking Larry go off on, you know, or you know, talk about uh, JC, right, and, and and you know his personal <laughs> relationship with JC, which and and I and and, and see, then I tend to I tend to agree with that theory of you know, yeah, you can have a conversation with your you know, your deity of choice, right? Uh your you know, or yeah. you know, whatever whatever you refer you know, Harry Thunder or Cosmic Muffin, whichever you prefer, but um but <laughs> you can have those yeah you, know, you don't need to be you know you don't need to be somebody special. You just need to be open to be able to do it and uh you know and, and Yeah, and, and, and
2: you don't have to be in a gigantic fucking coliseum like Joel Osteen.
0: No. And, yeah and you don't even necessarily need to be high on uh you know on, on other substances either. No,
2: you you don't have to be, you know, on, on altered perception, uh, but it helps. It does help. You know? Yeah,
0: I mean, it, it's you know, and I've had um, you know, it's kind of you know, my it, it, you know, for for myself, right? It's it's yeah, I mean, I, I kind of I, I tend to think that there is something beyond our current existence whatever that is right and, and we can argue about that that you know, exactly how to describe it and what it is you know we use terms we use our terms our human mind can understand but you know maybe there's something that we, we that our minds can't uh, process that that you know it, that's in that, that existence i don't know right it's the, that level of existence is just beyond you know human capabilities i think and, and that's you know that's why we don't have such a there's not a definitive there is an afterlife right i mean i know that you know you know, certainly your experience is very clear Yes, there is, um, and I think there yeah, are some people in, absolutely. Yeah, there's there is uh, people have those experiences that you know that confirm it for them one way or the other, right? But those experiences, explaining those experiences, doesn't translate to some people, and so they, they kind of go, well, you know, this, this guy's full of shit or whatever, right? Um, so yeah, um, yeah, because
2: if you don't experience for it for instance, yourself,
1: yeah, me for instance, it's very hard for me to explain what it is that I perceive when I'm communicating with the spirit. It, I, it's almost impossible for me to do the only way I can literally describe it
2: uh, is his head gone?
0: apparently his head is gone um, this is what happens well, he sometimes. He traveling. Yeah, he is traveling. He's probably in, he's in some part of the world. Uh, yeah, I world forgot here.
2: to ask him where in the world he was tonight. Yeah, where
0: in the world is Reverend Cybertrucker?
2: <laughs> you know, that's clippable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah, he's, there it is. Go. There it is. He's
0: going to the- call back in a second. You know, and this is this is what happens. but uh, um
2: And wh- when he does, guys, if you've got any questions for Rev Cybertrucker, 253-237-3321, yeah, or if you want to send it off. There he
0: is. He's uh, Yeah, that that is a great ringtone. Hang on a second, there. We got to put you back in the thing. Yeah, Um, yeah. This is the this is the fun of um, you know uh, live broadcast, live uh, podcasting. That's right. right. Uh, This will not be edited out because we don't do that.
2: Oh heck, no. Editing is there will always
1: be issues doing stuff live. Nothing ever goes well. Oh, plan.
0: Exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. This, this is uh trust me, I've had, I've had it all happen, uh, <laughs> to, uh, you know, with, with, uh, with everything going on in my show. Yeah. It's
2: just uh it's a big old mess. So,
0: you know, if you, if you're not careful, but, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, but as we were saying, if you want to weigh in on this topic of the afterlife, 253-237-3321, leave us a voicemail, or after we are done talking to Rev Cybertrucker, we will open up the phone lines for some live calls. Oh,
0: actually, you know what? We should. Uh, I, maybe I'll play this up there. I do have a... I
2: actually do. Oh, that's voicemail. right. You do have a voicemail. I do have a
0: voicemail. So. Well, I guess
2: we can slip that in. Yeah, also, it's
0: it's, you know. it's, a, it's it's peerage. So, this is a, so anybody who oh, calls yeah. right now... Actually, always anybody pa- who calls right now is going to get... Um, is you know anybody that's going to is going to ring in, um, but uh, this is a voicemail that was left earlier today. Now, wait a
2: minute. Are people still able to call in while we are? Yes,
0: I've got it. Really? I've, got, I've got it open right now. Oh, yeah. Nice.
2: Okay, so two five three two three seven three three two one. If you want to call in and sound off on our topic yeah. of the afterlife, or if you have a question for Sir Rev Cybertruck, there you go. Call us.
0: That's right. So let me, let me play this uh, play this uh, voicemail here that we got.
2: All right.
1: Yo, this is. Sir Walkman, Dukes of Ohio. Uh, about the afterlife, there's nothing there. Never was. Some, uh, maybe some smart folks, aliens, if you will, flew by the Earth, spit out some seeds, and here we are, seeing another ten thousand billion years later.
2: <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Sir Walkman. Yeah, Heck sir. Yeah. yeah! You know what? We appreciate that perspective. Yeah, so the potential
0: show title in the transcript: uh, Dukes of Ohio.
2: I like that.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I I like spit some seeds, and here we are too.
0: Yeah, spit some seeds, and here we are. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that, I mean, it is. I mean, that, that that's a that's a. I like to spit some seeds. I mean, I've been in, in here. That's
1: a winner right there.
0: Yeah, there, there. that's that's not even a transcript error. That's the funny part. It actually got no. That that's correct.
2: actual word for word right <laughs> that, there.
0: That is that is correct. So, um, so yeah,
1: we. So got, I guess
2: that answers the question of if you've ever seen a ghost. Now, I will alter that question to ask: Have you seen a nonverbal specter?
1: Yes. Uh, not every spirit wishes to communicate with anybody, or is able to, for that matter.
0: Yeah. Who, well, yeah, and I mean, I can imagine because it's yeah because you have to be able to. Well,
2: they have okay. So here's the thing: I know a little bit about the afterlife and spirits and things, especially with being an empath. They need energy in order to manifest, and the only way that they get that energy is from things like batteries that are around them, electrical sources. That's why you know a lot of times you hear of lights dimming or you know even lights exploding. That's a little Hollywood. But they can even
1: pull energy out of the air around them, which turns the air cold.
2: Right, exactly. The cold draft. Yeah, right. Or,
0: or you know, suck the batteries out of your headphones,
1: which hap- actually happened to me.
2: Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what no, They that, like drain batteries.
1: It, no, if that happens, that's just be walking by it. Recharge it, you'll be fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a human magnet, I swear to God.
1: Yeah. He,
2: he, he is the crackberry killer.
0: Crackberry Killer. Huh? That's a potential show title.
1: <laughs> that used to actually be my username, the BlackBerry Super Abuser. That's right. Jesus. this is uh There you go. Well, at least at least
0: you uh you know you know your thing. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. So, um.
2: Well, you know what? I I don't know if you've ever told this story. Will you tell the story about the BlackBerry convention where you literally w- went through like ten battles? <laughs>
1: Um, have, you know what the uh, what the, uh, the second BlackBerry Torch was the slider phone the oh. second version that BlackBerry put out the one with the physical keyboard yeah. so I think it's a BlackBerry eighty three ten or eighty yeah something like that yeah it's like a, that. yeah
0: it's it's kind of the classic BlackBerry yeah
1: yeah so, well most people even those who were heavy users would uh, battery would last most of the day if not.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing with it. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, we've we've seem to have lost you going down the road again. But, um, the, the, yeah, that it's, you know, got a yeah, th- yes. Yeah, cell phones used to last. You know, the, the batteries used to last uh, before they were smartphones. They used to last like a week. Now, uh, you know, now you're lucky if they get through the day.
2: Yeah, don't right. get me started so, on my Apple Watch. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so. Uh, I was at a BlackBerry convention. It was when BlackBerry was uh, announcing and releasing BlackBerry 10, or no, I'm sorry, the the BlackBerry uh, uh, Priz, the very first Android phone. Right. And I had written an app and gotten invited to the convention. Um, I picked up what was called a developer phone. It's a BlackBerry Dev A. Mm-hmm. Uh, picked up my dev. Uh, wrote a, a little podcatcher for it. Uh, It was a little more specific than that than just being a podcatcher. Also opened up a browser, um, allowed you to pull in uh, uh, URLs from outside of podcast directories. So it's just a little thing that I wrote. It was cheap. It was easy, and I think I fucked up half the code on it. And uh, you know, shout out to uh, Rick Nix for helping me clean that shit up. And uh, so you were essentially a monkey
2: in disguise, sir.
1: No, hell no. (laughs) <laughs> I have forgotten everything I ever knew, which wasn't much to begin with about coding. Well Cody. <laughs> well, here's, well here's
0: the thing. most of that stuff's all changed anyway. so um, yeah, well, I was doing mostly HTML to begin with. Yeah, there's not yeah HTML's not that complicated. It's, it's, uh,
1: yeah exactly. But I've forgotten pretty much everything. The only thing I remember from that is my my totally made up uh, uh, tag, uh, the sarcasm tag.
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, that's. I'm, yeah. su- I'm surprised. I'm surprised that there that, that that isn't part of the podcasting 2.0 spec.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Um, so while I was there, I was also writing for two different BlackBerry blogs, BlackBerryOS.com and Nerdberry. And while I was doing that, I was also editing videos and audio for podcasting for BlackBerry OS and Nerdberry. And I went through this this phone that usually lasted most people an entire day I went through six batteries in eight hours
0: yeah it sounds like using Nokia, the Nokia the the Nokia n95 in GPS
1: mode Well this, <laughs> right? is,
2: this is why he's called the crackberry killer yeah
1: exactly and while I was doing that I was swapping out my third battery <clears throat> and one of the other reporters for BlackberryOS, blackberryOScom asked me he says You've killed the battery already, and I looked at it, I said, "What are you talking about?" This is the third one. He went, "The third one." I was like, "Yeah, was, fuck, dude, you're a super abuser," and the name stuck.
0: <laughs> super abuser, yeah. I, I like that. I like that name, super abuser. So do I. Yeah, I mean, th-
1: th- I mean, got me in trouble a couple times.
2: Yeah,
0: well, it's it's kind of like the you know if you've ever heard the term bastard operator from hell, which by the way describes Sir Bemrose. Yeah. You know,
1: oh
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We, we, much much respect uh, right don't worry always always uh, but uh
2: we, we love sir bamrose yeah so
0: but the, uh, yeah I, I, i'm, I'm a bastard operator from hell at heart like it's it's like that yeah, this is uh, i used to you know, read all it was it like alt dot b-o-f-h or whatever and, on am using it god i'm old i'm thinking yes, about this are. stuff um so um okay i gotta ask this question so you can cle- so you're clearly speaking to spirits um yeah, so, but what what's your opinion on most people who claim to speak to the dead?
1: Uh, bullshit artists, charlatans, the lowest of the low, fucking scum, you know, cunt waffles, pick, pick. it, pick.
0: That sounds about right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's That's funny. That's
2: really specific.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> no <laughs> shit, don't hold There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, and I think because... Yeah, I think those people, I mean, not saying all, you know, there, there might be some that are legit, but um, a, a lot of them, yeah, that's, they know how to read a room and they know how to, you know, to, to tell people what they want to hear kind of thing. I mean, there's, I think it's...
1: Most of them, yeah, most of them, it's just cold reading. That's all it is.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And, that, and that's nothing but taking a course in human behavior and things like that. You know, read how to influence people and win friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. I you mean You know,
2: watch watch some YouTube videos on the behavior panel. You know, shout out to those guys. I love watching their videos. I yeah. love the way they deconstruct the behavior of like all these nefarious assholes and they're like, uh, they're telling the truth, they're fucking lying. Like they just do it in such a great way. So yeah, we like they, them. They do that. Um now, yeah. I, I mean, have a question though.
0: So but I mean, okay, so but but hold but hold on, I mean, I mean that we me share that opinion, right? As far as the, as far as who's The mediums?
2: Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, completely. most of them are
0: pretty yeah. You know, yeah, well,
2: I, all right, I, hold I have on. my doubts. So I, okay, here's here's one thing I'm going to say about that, though, because as an empath, you and I both have experienced things, and even to the point where, and I've put it out there, and y'all can laugh at me if you want, and that's fine, but I have the ability to influence things with my mind, and I have done it. I have shown this ability to phone boy. I've shown it to Wookiee. Um, I mean, it's not always something that I want to be able to do. It's just something that I have the ability to do. When I was a kid I used to manipulate with my mind if I was playing against someone else in a video game, I would be manipulating their character while they were playing. It was weird.
1: No. So, um, the, the universe is so full of insane mysteries that you cannot dismiss anything out of hand.
2: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. You know, sometimes I feel stupid but like I can I can admit that I willed something to happen recently because I needed an out for a situation and it happened. And I had to I had to admit it to Phone Boy because it was something that involved him. And you know, you and I talked about it, you know, behind the mic on a phone call. And you know, it's it's kinda like knowing things that are going to happen, but you don't know who the person is or when you just know it's going to happen. And then you hear about it and you're like, I wish I could have, you know, had just a little bit clearer vision of who this person was, maybe a, a name or a location. And, you know, maybe you can intervene. You know, those are the thoughts that I have.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's there. There's, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, um,
2: well, the whole reason I know. went down that rabbit hole, sorry, is yeah. what if, Like, what if there are people out there who legitimately, okay... Can talk to the dead. I mean, Rev does it, but I don't think he's you know do, doing the whole Long Island medium thing with you know walking up to people, tapping them on the shoulder, being like, uh, "I'm sorry, does the name Brian mean anything to you?" You know, I'm getting a
1: pain that's, in not, my how chest. <laughs> that's <laughs> not how mine works. That's not how that's not how my that's not how I work. No, no I understand. No. I mean,
2: you know, I was making a complete mockery of the Long Island medium at that point. <laughs> I had to take the low hanging fruit.
1: Of course. Yeah. There's there's no show in what I can do. There's no prep that needs to be done. There's no uh, meditation that I got to go through. I don't have to drink something special in order for it to happen. It's just there, and I, I'm able to access it all the time.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah. And I guess it's it's something you probably there's no way you can explain it to anybody. I mean, it's 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 seriously seriously a uh, you know yeah. I mean, most people and I think even just when we talk about empathy, right? It, this is mm-hmm. people don't. Understand, you know, people can't get their head around the fact that other people can feel other people's emotions. Yeah, um, and it, it's it's, but it's true, right? I mean, and and you know, and honestly, like with my with with my uh, you know with with my marriage, right? I mean, that was actually the big the the uh, and I and I have an I have an experience from right before, it was right around Thanksgiving. Uh, it was um the it was it was the there was a my daughter had a band concert and so. And we go to the and so we we go to the high school and, and i'm I'm actually sitting between this is, i think it's the first time we've they had they've had an event at the you know at i think at the school you know been it had been more than a year or whatever um for the you know for them to do any any band things at the at the school but anyway so but i'm I'm sitting there between my uh you know my not soon enough ex and my not soon enough mother in law and uh you know, and I was sitting there feeling real, like, just like, I don't want to be here. It was, it was, it was a, there was there an anger. There was a, there was a thing. And this was, this was after I, uh, you know, th- so this was after, um, you know, th- th- things started, you know, we, we, that we had talked and things were uh um you know we knew that we we had to the things that the, where the direction things were heading we'd had some issue we you know we had some other issues and so it was it was a pretty it was a pretty bad you know thing and i can and it's and you know and again during that la- during the you know that that the, that last half or last quarter of the you know the last year um yeah, the feelings I had around that house were just—I mean—and I could feel it coming off of my not soon enough ex, and and possibly my children, and, and, and certainly, certainly if uh, you know if Mama Hefe was there, um, yeah, that was you know the, I I could feel those feelings right. I knew, and uh, you know the way and with, with things that are going on, it's 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 you know the, the way it all re- the way it all came out right when when everything happened. Yeah, it's, it's 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 and I still feel right. I mean, and from time to time I get I'll get I'll get these bursts of feeling that I, I can't. Experience. Um, I assume somebody's sending them to me, but it's, it's so that it's you know, and that's. I think that's the biggest challenge that I've that you know. That, something that I keep you know, we keep experiencing ourselves is yeah. We get these bursts of feeling. We don't know where they come from, right? They're not they're not from anything that we're um, know anything that you know, or, or, you know any particular thing I'm thinking about necessarily. And so, but but it's yeah. You know, it's, it's so it's it's tricky sometimes to figure out. Okay, is this my feeling? Why am I? You know, why is this feeling coming up? Um, and it, that's and that's been that's been a trick. <sighs> you yeah i know i, was, I thought i'd muted it but apparently i can't my
2: my mute <laughs> button is broken yes i finally got to his mute button and disabled it yeah yeah it's broken
0: oh uh, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know this is this is <coughs> bullshit. bullshit yeah all right
2: yeah we we agree yeah that those you know supposed yeah. people are bullshit yeah so So, have you ever encountered anything that you couldn't explain that, like, normies might find strange?
1: I used to live in West Virginia.
2: Yeah, (laughs) okay. Shout out to the Mothman, Booberry, where that legend originated.
1: (laughs) Uh, There is also the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum.
2: Is that where that is?
1: Yes, it's in West Virginia.
2: (laughs) That's one of my favorite haunts, literally.
1: I've... Yep, I've been on the uh, the overnight ghost watch twice.
2: That actually leads to one of the questions we had, which is, what's your favorite haunted location, either that you've visited or you want to? Well,
1: it's not the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That place is actually empty. Really? I I felt, saw, heard nothing. Not a thing. Most oh, times I was there. Wow. Yeah. That's false. I was thinking. I was thinking this is this is it. I've got to be able to find an actual real haunting. Yeah,
2: you're feeling no. like motherload. Nope, not a thing. Wow. Okay. So, do you have a favorite that you visited, or a place that you want to go?
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, I do have one that I used to live in uh, back when I was my wife's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> she had a spirit that would walk across the floor, oh, and wow. we. It had to have been a spirit because she'd be there all alone, and she would hear boots walk across the hardwood floor. She had carpet. Oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, when I moved in, I started noticing the presence of the spirit. And I finally asked her one day, Hey, have you noticed anything weird around here? And she told me about the time she was all by herself in the living room, and heard somebody walk across the hardwood floor from the kitchen to the back bedroom. And I looked at the floor, and I went, that shit's old carpet. (laughs) That's not normal.
2: That's wild.
1: So, yeah. So after a while, uh, I was able to kind of coax it out and talk to it. And it turns out that it was an old cattle rancher by the name of Robert, or Bob. And he had passed away in his home, which sat kind of over towards the south No, i'm sorry the the northwest side of my wife's property and intersected with the back bedroom so as he was walking across her kitchen and living room that was his front yard
2: right okay but I have a question. had if it was his front yard why would it sound like boots on a hardwood floor
1: 'Cause he had a deck out there.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. That would definitely sound it.
1: And the deck ran right through the center of the kitchen and the living room.
2: Oh damn.
0: <coughs> that is cool.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. So that so is where I would you'd want
1: to go? No, not where I'd want to go. That's my favorite place. Oh, okay. That's, that's my favorite haunted, quote-unquote, haunted place. Is uh my wife's old house in Falcon, Colorado? Oh,
0: there you go. Nice. Um, so, so before, do, yeah, do you
2: have a do you have a place that you have always wanted to visit in that respect?
1: Yes, and I don't know if it's still standing or if it's in use anymore. But there used to be a Toys R Us in California, Anaheim, California, oh. that was supposedly haunted.
2: Nice. Got some fucking uh, child's play shit going on.
1: I believe it's Anaheim. So you, you can find her on YouTube, no problem. Just type in Haunted Toys R Us. You can probably get a thousand videos and pop up. Uh, yeah. oh, you We're friends to the end, heidi ho.
2: Oh my god, fuck you, phone boy. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it's actually a toss up it's either that or the winchester house
2: you know what
0: oh, winchester is well, you know i mean you know i'm from that area right i mean seriously like i mean I, i've been to the winchester mystery house a couple times it's it's is yep. it
2: we're it, we're making I that go trip visit. for halloween yeah like not this year Ooh, but it, nice yeah, cuz you know what the fuck goes on on halloween at the winchester mystery yeah. house
1: oh, yeah. no i don't as a matter of fact i know what goes on on halloween now. <laughs>
2: check out there's a youtube video where what they do is they um They project shit like, uh, they make it look like the place is burning. They make it look like people are smashing windows. Uh, It's fucking lit. There's a YouTube video of it. Oh, nice. Complete with, like, the most amazing audio. I I highly recommend it for anyone. I'm going to have Phone Boy put it in the chat so it can be uh, referenced and checked out but it's really awesome and i've told him since i want to see his hometown that while we're there we might as well take a trip to my favorite place that i've always wanted to visit
0: yeah i mean i got i mean yeah i got i've got family i need to see in the in the area uh, you know at some point before uh, you know yeah it's uh, that that is, but uh, yeah. So that that'll involve, uh, yeah, put, put being close enough, yeah, close enough to, uh, you know, to to to, to uh, San Jose to go, to go to the Winchester Mystery House.
2: For That's sure. right.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, so
2: here's a question because Phone Boy knew nothing about this, but Phone Boy is not a huge uh, horror fan the way you and I are. Rev, uh, have you heard of the Lis- the Velisca Axe Murder House?
1: Probably. I don't remember everything that I've ever uh, delved into. It's shit in the last week, much less ten years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I can I can give you a, a basic refresher. Uh, Nineteen twelve, a family is brutally bludgeoned uh, by a mystery ax man in their home in Villisca, Iowa. Uh, the entire family, including. Uh, two guests of the children's who were sleeping over were all murdered. And it still I think I have unsolved. That. Now, I've been to I Velisca. I think I have heard of that. Yeah. I've actually traveled through Velisca. Um It was a reroute on one of the trips that we were on when we were trucking. And it brought us through there. And as soon as I saw the sign for Velisca like, every hair on the on, on my arm stood up. And I was like, I am sure that I'm not far from this house. You could feel the negative energy just from so far away. And I had heard this story about... um, Well, first of all, uh, one of the cool things I saw was there's supposed, finger quotes, audio and video of shit happening in this house um, when... I think it was... uh, Who the hell are those fucking Zach Bagans and those dudes cannot think of the show that they do but they had like uh, video evidence finger quotes, uh of shit going on in this house and there was reported that there was a flower that is known as My Love Lies Bleeding or something like that that bloomed while they were doing restoration to the house and it looks like dripping blood it's very morbid and as soon as renovation on the house was completed, the flower just died. And and somebody wow. actually took seeds. You can actually buy seeds from this particular flower. So my question is, would you ever spend the night in that house? Absolutely. You have big balls, sir. Congratulations. Yep. You are big baller. Got
1: nothing, it's got nothing to do with balls, really. It's more along the lines of I'm comfortable around creepy shit like that.
2: Even if it's because it's it's said that there's a lot of negative energy in that house and that maybe the spirit of the murderer lingers there, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Because if you know anything about the paranormal and shit, um, usually spirits will, you know, finger quotes, haunt the place that they either last remembered being or they were murdered at. It's like a lingering
1: Mostly because the psych, the psychic and psychological imprint on the place will be very, very strong, and that usually serves as an anchor to the spirit, so they won't move away too far away from it. Wandering spirits never had a very strong anchor to begin with, but if if they're located in a particular place, their their psychic or psychological anchor is very strong. So. When you're talking about the spirit of somebody who's been murdered, more than likely, the last place that they had their strongest emotions is going to be right where they were murdered. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah, right. that it would be a, a, one of the murdered victims, but not the murderer. Yeah. right. And that's unless unless something happened during the murders that psychically broke the murderer, which I doubt.
2: Man. Doubtful.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, th- I actually think that the place that I was living had something to it, and I don't know exactly how to explain it, but it would more
1: be- More often than not, when you go into a place that has a feeling, the only thing that's there is the imprint. There's no spirit or anything there, per se. It's just the imprint of something that had happened in that location. That's usually all that bad vibes and bad energy or dark energy or creepy feelings. That's all that really is, is just the imprint.
0: Yeah. Well, I, okay. So, and this is this is where I'm kind of I'm trying, you know, maybe conflating a couple things, right? I think, well, first of all, like the negative energy that that yeah, the 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 negative energy in that, um, you know, in that in that place probably came from the you know the the, the, the people that lived there, right? So, um,
1: so it's so, possibly it could have came from living persons and not even somebody who's dead.
0: Well, yeah, well, yeah, like oh, I'm okay.
2: Saying. So that actually brings a question: uh, What's your opinion on the Amityville house? Uh,
1: the, the movies were were greatly sensationalized. I, I was going to uh, say,
2: I mean, the actual fucking story, not Hollywood.
1: Yeah, the actual story is creepy enough to begin with. Um, It's certainly, I can't tell you whether or not it's legit, but it sounds like it quite possibly could be.
2: It's completely plausible. I had a teacher in middle school who had, at one point in time, lived across the street from the house, and there would just be random lights on and no one was occupying the house she said it was extremely creepy
1: I reserve judgment on the Amityville horror uh, until I can actually investigate it on my own
2: yeah I mean absolutely you know trust but verify without a doubt um, so that does bring a question of what is your favorite haunting like story wise like, The Haunting in Connecticut, Amityville, uh, what are some other famous hauntings? Annabelle.
1: Okay, we're talking about real ones, though, right? Not, not movie, because no, I tell you right now, no, The Ring is my favorite. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, as, as far as uh, Hollywood, yeah, the, the Ring is scary as fuck, like, no doubt. But I'm talking about, like, actual, real, verifiable, documented shit that's gone on that has become a Hollywood movie. I'm And when I ask about that, I don't mean... What, uh, you know, what do you think of the movie? I mean, what ab- about the event itself? The you know,
1: story that the movie is based
2: on? That's it. What's your favorite um,
1: one? Poltergeist.
2: Oh, fuck yeah.
0: They're here. Oh,
2: my God. As a kid, don't get me started. It's one of
0: the first audio clips I'd have, too. I'd, uh, hear Drew Barrymore saying, they're here.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, now I don't remember the exact that case wasn't that it was true. based that it that wasn't true. Yeah, yeah, I know. I can't that remember the exact. Drew. That
2: little girl actually passed away. She had a rare disease. Oh wow! Yes, yep. Drew was firestarter, yep. babe.
0: Oh okay. God,
1: I'm old. Uh. <laughs> um, but the, it, it, that one has to be my favorite. Now the I can't remember the details of the story. Um, that it was. That they used it to draw inspiration from, but I remember when I was a kid and I was reading about it. I remember thinking, you know, this is this is some pretty crazy shit,
2: right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so um, I guess it's I guess we should ask the question. Um, you know, and clearly you believe in you know spirits and something that's actually happened, you know, that, that you know, that, that after we shuffle off the mortal coil. But do you believe that you can potentially be reincarnated?
1: Why not? I mean if your if your spirit can hang around after your corporal body dies, why couldn't it be reintegrated into another heat seat?
0: Yeah, I mean I agree with that.
2: Um, yeah.
1: Um
0: You know, and I think I've had experiences where I've thought that somebody was, you know, somebody else reincarnated.
1: um, I don't know. uh,
2: Do you think you've been reincarnated, Rev?
1: I couldn't say whether I have or not, and whether I think I have been, I have no evidence to say I have been, so I'd have to say no. Yeah, but we don't. And the thing is, you don't know. I mean, that's kind of. Have you
2: have you ever experienced deja vu?
1: Not very often. Usually, when I do, it's because it was something I saw in a movie a couple of days before. Gotcha. Yeah, I can I can usually identify every last one of my days. I lose feeling. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Yeah. So, are there any movies that you think accurately portray uh, paranormal activity in them?
1: Huh. About the closest I've ever seen that comes to truth in uh, haunting. Would have to be paranormal activity, you know, all the way funny. up until the point where it starts hurting people. Right. That's that's usually not how a haunting goes. Well, usually it starts though. out. It usually starts out with hurting. It yes, doesn't progress. It doesn't progress. It usually starts with hurting.
2: Yeah, spirits aren't like serial killers; they don't escalate.
1: Right. Uh, so, what well, I don't as, know. As, we've
2: we've heard a lot about. Like if you have a poltergeist, maybe it starts with it moves your coffee cup and then when you're not paying attention to it or whatever, you know, it starts throwing your fucking coffee cup. You know, that's an escalation.
1: Yeah, that is an escalation. But really all the spirit is trying to do is gather energy.
2: Well, in order to throw your coffee cup or move it, it needs to have gathered a substantial amount of energy to begin with.
1: Precisely. And the more emotions that it can elicit... The more it can
2: do, right? It's it's kind of like um, yeah. we recently talked about Monsters Inc. Yeah, exactly. how uh, fear was. Yeah, you know, exactly. Extracted. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's
0: uh, and, and I actually, and, and, and honestly, okay, so let's so let's put a few things together here. So, um, I, I because you know I felt that there was something there was something at that house that just was was um you know because even when people weren't there right when the people that that are in question that uh uh cause a lot of the issues were, were you know weren't there th- i'd still have this feeling of like i shouldn't be here and that's and, the energy yeah but i have a feeling that that could be the energy that's being you know that's why i think there may be something at that at that place because and even the thought of when i went back in um in april to um for the last time, to get some stuff off the porch, um, you know, I could just kind of feel, you know, the it's just I don't know, it just, it just feel the despair almost, um, and 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 it's something it, there is something that's there, right? Um, that I can feel, and, and you know, and it, and it was gonna, you know, that plus just the circumstances were probably gonna, you know, destroy me if I didn't you know, if I didn't get out of there, so. Um, Right, you know, I was so I'm not, you know, again, I don't know which exactly it was. I know I'm dealing, you know, I know I was dealing with a narcissist, and that has its own, you know, energy vampire sort of thing. But I suspect that there's,
2: No, we've talked about yeah, that,
0: yeah, exactly. And so it's you know between the energy vampire and whatever's you know whatever you know, negative spirit is there, or you know, or whatever negative impression that's, that's that was left at that place. Yeah, it's just. Uh you know I'm I'm glad to be away from it and I'm you know now in a different part of the world and uh and I'm much happier because uh yeah uh, I'm away from that energy I'm not even just and i and i think even i'd say that there's like a negative energy kind of in the pacific northwest it feels like uh, that's sort of taken over that whole area
2: and yeah it's um, a whole um, yeah. oppressive feeling i felt yeah. it when i flew out there
0: yeah i, I know and, and 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 you know when we got out i mean it was you know you could the further away
1: we got from it the better it was
2: like you felt it lifting off of you like yeah exactly a
1: film. oh yeah and uh, now, i got to say this real quick i just realized that something i said earlier may sound like a contradiction when i said that poltergeist escalate into violence and then I turned around and said you know they have to build up energy in order to be able to get violent that's not a contradiction no we altergeists are malevolent by nature yes they don't escalate into malevolence yeah Uh, Yeah, I wanted to make sure I was sitting here thinking about it like you know, that doesn't quite make sense. I think I might need to go clear that up a bit. No, no I, <laughs> I get They start out malevolent.
2: They do. There's but, there's uh, no poltergeist yeah. that's like, oh, I think I'm going to rock the baby because mom's busy. No, it doesn't. Really. <clears throat>
1: bullshit. bullshit. Shit. Why are you that, dropping you some
2: go. bullshit on me? What's up with that? So big shit? penis. Uh-huh. I'm going to take your soundboard <laughs> away. Uh, you know,
0: I, I mean... I grow tired of eavesdropping and masturbating to the sounds you all make.
2: That's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. oh my yeah. good
0: God. I know. So give, a, give a boy a soundboard.
2: Um, I'm telling you. Yeah. So there uh, is a question, though. Okay. Well, it before, cuts uh, before down on dead air. Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah. Um, so I, I do have to acknowledge a couple of uh, of uh, boosts that we got. Yes. Uh, Yay! Yeah, we got boosts. So weirdo sent us a one 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 uh, a, row of, uh, a row of a row row uh, of sticks. Row of sticks. Yeah, we'll take that. Oh um, yeah, we will. And then um, yeah, and actually, let me read the message here. I got to go back. Up the, I, I got to go back up through the chat here and find it. Uh, it. It says, "You guys are awesome." So as for the afterlife, think heaven is just a higher frequency existence that is simultaneous to our existence. Hell is a lower frequency existence. Whether it's a place of torture is debatable, but the point is. That after this life, you can move up or down based on your vibration and intent during this one. So afterlife is, our brains can't tune into these frequencies until they're jailbroken by death. Love y'all. That, that, that's a great...
2: That's fantastic. That's
1: fantastic. Holy that's shit. That's just as valid a way of looking at the afterlife as any other I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah it exactly. is. No,
0: I,
2: Yeah. Kudos, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. Weirdo. So
0: I also saw. When did you sneak in the three 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 boost thing? <laughs> my love. My love. Uh, you never know what I'm going
2: to be doing over yeah, here. Yeah, spooks and chatter for the phone. win.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, you know, all we're giving it, we're giving a Fountain its share of uh, of uh, of, uh, of money there. So um, well, you know,
2: I thought maybe by setting up a boost here, maybe it would be contagious and other people would follow suit.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we need. Yeah, we we can use definitely use the boost. I I know I got to get the live tag in there at some point, but we I truly think- do. Yeah, you know, there's just stuff it's, But uh, but the but the point is, yeah, that there's lots of ways to look at the afterlife and I I, I, I we were okay, we were talking with our with our, our friends at Debell today. Um and this we got it. We were. Yeah. And 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 you know, it's kind of funny because um you know, we we have we have slightly different points of view on, you know, on on sort of on on this topic, right? Um, and, and, and they're, but they're not but you know, but there's there's respect there. And and we both acknowledge that yeah, we use different terms to basically talk about the same thing you know uh and that's a it's so um you know then we got it then we got into the whole seventh day adventist thing which is like yeah those those people are interesting even the even even she was like yeah that's a you know that that's that's a bridge too far right and the, and, and it's uh you know it, it, i you know and I, I i really it, i you know after having done that uh um done that episode on seventh day adventism i'm like yeah that that's i, I think that that shit it,
2: is just super scary yeah. like uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode yet, Sir Rev. Um, Phoneboy, you want to fill him in on some of the nefariousness? Hit the highlight points. I think you'll like this. Oh
0: yeah, this is so this is this is great. Um, so um, I want uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave the story out of it. But the, so uh, let's see. They uh, the. the The Seventh Day Adventists own several food companies or processed food companies. Uh, There's at least three of the ten major food company, major processed food companies, and we're talking about Kellogg's, which is which has a direct link to the, uh, you know, like you know origin link to the you know to the Seventh Day Adventists. Uh, You know, then you've also got uh, you know General Foods and you've got Kraft, and you can you know you can trace that back to the you know actually breakfast cereal is an entirely Seventh Day Adventist thing. and, uh, you know, the whole processed food industry ultimately was successful you were know, created because of the you know, Seventh-day Adventists. And, you know, it's like the, the, the Seventh-day Adventists did more to advance the uh, soy than anything else, than, uh, than any other uh, group. Um, and let's they, not
2: forget the key point of yeah. what cornflakes are.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, we, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a chemical castration. You know, in the in the words of uh, John Harvey Kellogg. You know, I mean, I mean, what what more can you you say there? Uh, so it, and to then and you know, and then it, then you've got all the you know all the science is bought and paid for by scientists that have been, you know scientists and doctors that have been trained by uh, ultimately by seventh day dentists and so uh, and they treat it, it. There's a there's a, a veneer of uh, science uh that's you know and, and you know the thing about seventh day adventists that sort of shapes everything is ultimately yeah uh we don't need anything with a face right so that and that basically means you're vegan and um you know, and the, and 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 honestly, like with that stuff, uh, yeah, the, and it's you know you got people in the FDA, and you got in the, the the dietary guidelines are all you know that are you know influenced, and in, you know every every dietary guidelines in every country just about the Seventh Day. I mean, the Seventh Day wrote the original dietary guidelines, if you know, going back to the earliest twentieth century. So. Seriously, like you got some, uh, uh, you know, it, it's uh, you know, it's some pretty scary stuff when you realize just how much in- the, the outsized influence they have, and the fact that yeah, all the other companies are seeing how profitable this is, and of course, and so they're following suit. And if you look at the uh, the brands that these companies have, they all produce uh, stuff that doesn't uh, that doesn't involve meat, and uh, you know, they're they're pushing this on uh, people uh, left, right, and center. Um, and and honestly, it, the, the science is not good. I mean, the science is terrible. It doesn't even uh, you know. It's, it it might be associational at best and, and even then the associations are pretty weak.
2: Uh I sent you the chart rev that we had put in the show notes for that show of all the companies that are Seventh Day Adventist.
0: Yeah, well, no, they're not all Seventh Day Adventists, but they but they control the, the global so, you know the middle of the grocery store, right? Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, but but ultimately, yeah, you can see, um, you know, we in but it, seriously, just the, the amount of you know the amount of you know, regulatory capture and the amount of uh, you know of, of, of all of this stuff, it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, you can trace all of this back to the Seventh Day Adventists. It's it's um,
1: you know you couldn't be. You a gotta any- kind of wonder how many of these big brands are owned by Cargill.
2: Well, oh, yeah.
0: Same, you know, same idea, right? I mean, again, Kellogg's is. Well, hold
2: you know, on. Yeah. We saw Cargill yeah. in uh, those documentaries from Vinny. Oh yeah. As one of the top meat producing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Companies, I believe.
0: Yeah. Well, was, yeah. The th- I
2: mean, we know we know their hands are dirty. globally. Yeah, yeah. We we yeah, know their hands are absolutely fucking filthy globally. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Well, here again. Okay, I'm just saying. You know that. You don't think that there's a a genocide occurring in our world, not just our country. All you have to do is look at how they're calling for this food shortage and, you know, COVID and monkeypox and, you know, all this other shit that they are touting. You know the, the fear propaganda is just absolutely rampant. Yeah just, just,
0: yeah, just know that the Seventh Day Adventists are a bunch of eugenic assholes. So um, that's that's a whole that, that's another thing. not uh, that uh, much I knew.
2: Yeah. As, as a no agenda producer, what do we always say? Follow the money. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's and, the
2: answer to any question you have. Yeah, why much. this? Why that? Follow the money.
0: The money will pretty much tell you why it, what what it is. And and, and yeah. So um, when you, and again, and we were and again, we keep t- we were talking about the um, you know this is this is the other this being. Okay, so having lived on the left coast most of my life in fairly liberal parts of of, of the left coast, um, I uh, yeah, it's it's I, I, I ha- and I have a different point of view. It's kind of weird hearing the other side of this again. We're talking it's, it's, same lady we're talking to, and uh, she's talking about the fact that that people are w- there's some very obvious obvious things that are you know that are happening with the food system and everything, and that we you know we keep talking about it um, as something that that happens and. and and, you know and, and she was talking about the fact that people are believing that the rapture is going to save them right uh, that that you know they they might be able they might see this stuff coming or can see that the points that that you know the, the, and you know we've heard that, you know certainly multiple of the farmers that we've talked to have been very uh, you know very candid with us and said yeah we're having issues getting getting our stuff processed because of it because of slowdowns at USDA you know with USDA and that kind of thing and so uh, yeah i
2: mean they're doing that really great work around where yeah. you know they can have a non USDA processor as long as it's like you know a denomination of like a quarter a half whatever yeah. of the animal but some people ultimately can't afford to put down six, seven, you yeah, know, or a more, thousand yeah. for for their meat. You know, and and where does that leave them? You know, I mean, if they can't get the USDA to process the meat, then they can't be selling it to the people who can't afford the quarter and half cows.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, or,
2: or you know, or or the chickens, or you know, you name it. Yeah, exactly. You know whatever meat that you're looking for, if if you can't get a USDA processor to process it, and you're a small farm, you're reliant on having to sell you know a, a specific fraction of that animal, and yeah. sometimes you know that's just not it, it's just not feasible.
0: Exactly, but 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 the whole I mean, seriously, that it's but people. You know, so the, but the but the whole point of this is like that. Yeah, that's that's one of those. You know, will the, will that happen? It, I don't. You know, I don't know about that. And you, let's just let's just say that the rapture does happen, right? And these people get lifted off to the you know and prote- you know protected from all the shit that's, that's happening, right? And maybe that is the case. What if what if you're wrong, right? It, what what harm does it do? to um, you know to prepare in case in, in case you're incorrect right or hedge your bets right I mean seriously, like this is the well, question that's I religion
2: asked. yeah that's where religion comes in, religion teaches you not to question yeah, just have faith
0: yeah it, it, it's but I think you... so
2: logic doesn't enter in when you're considering what if i 'm wrong, what if i'm not going to be swept up in the rapture, and what if I'm going to starve to death because i don't have the ability to obtain the food or i can't grow my own or raise my own because of where i live i mean if this is is really a thing you know i I think people need to do what they can and ultimately when when the chips are down help each other out don't be a shithead
0: yeah and we're you know know we've been doing that with uh you know we've been we've been helping out you know Mm -hmm. We try, yeah. So, and that's and that's a thing, you know. It's 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 so yeah. That it, it, there are, um, you know, there are some that are even le- that are even less fortunate, and you kind of you know, there's no, um, you know, again, and this is again part of what we're doing with what you know why we're sort of taking the stance we're taking on stuff. I mean, for health reasons, but also because yeah, we're supporting the local economy, we're supporting our neighbors effectively, and uh, yeah, because
2: you know, these people have. Become more than just a farmer. I buy my beef from, or whatever. You know, I would like to actually think that they've kind of become our friends. Oh,
0: exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. The folks at DeBell, the folks at the, yeah, the, the the folks at Casey Farms, the folks at uh, Randolph. You know, I mean, seriously. Yeah, we we, we you know we you know we, we look forward to talking to them every week. And even even you know even uh, you know some of the other folks that we're not we're not getting as much stuff from. We're still you know we still come and you know, have a great conversation with them and get you know buy the occasional thing and, and everything. And you know sometimes it's but. We're, you know, we're, 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 we're building our community of, of uh, you know. Um,
2: we you know. have a platform, yep. ultimately, that, you know, gives us the opportunity to try to get the message a little further out there about what's really going on behind the scenes from people who are, you know, living it, ultimately. And, you know, we all know a self-sustaining lifestyle is rather difficult to be able to maintain if you don't have, like here, you know, living in a condo. I'm pretty sure that the HOA would get a little ass sore if I started putting five-gallon buckets out on the uh, cement patio for peppers and tomatoes and things of that nature because, you know, there's standards and regulations. So, you know, we are really reliant upon the farmer's market to have what we need so that we don't have to go to a, you know, a big chain grocery store that, yeah, they might be getting the produce from a local farmer. But that local farmer is getting butt fucked by the U.S. government to be able to provide that agriculture to the stores. Exactly. And it makes it really hard to support that farmer when, you know, you know that they're not getting the amount of profit they should be off of the product that's being sold. You know, example Walmart. You know, Walmart's probably getting, you know, three cents on the fucking pound. Or whatever price wise for these tomatoes and selling it, you know, at a, at a 20, 30, you know, 50 markup ultimately. I mean, obviously, you know, my figures are, what? are askew. But I mean, think about it. They're not paying near what they're charging and they're, they're rushing crops, which is putting it even more unhealthy oh, yeah. because they're being forced to use fertilizers that are full of chemicals.
0: Yeah, we, 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 we've ranted about all this, you know so many you know, so many times, but uh, um, all right, so I think we have a couple more questions. Um, so um,
2: we have one in particular that I really want to know.
0: Yeah, but I'm gonna I'll ask the Tarot question. Have you had a terror reading done before.
2: There you go.
1: I have had a tarot reading done
0: before. So how accurate was it?
1: It was fairly accurate. It was a personality uh, a portrait. Okay. And the person that read them for me, uh, I trusted her quite a bit. I've known her since I was about five. And uh, she read my tarot for me when I was 17. And it, it was very accurate. Mm. It basically said, you know, you're a shithead who doesn't listen to authority. And like, perfectly right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, well, you, you Americans have such humongous, burbus penis. Mm, exactly. So um but the yeah and i think it, it's it's funny because you know as somebody who reads or you know sort of you know picked up the tarot and, and it it's you know it, it kind of tells you what you already know right it, it's it's a you know if you're actually you know, as, 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 while you're reading it you kind of it, it's it reaffirms stuff that you've you know kind of puts it into puts it into different terms but it really just kind of solid at least for me it kind of solidifies you know what you already know and and so it's it's not um you know but it it, it also you you know again you have to do you have to be open to the possibilities, right? And and sometimes you have to resist the, ter- you know, especially if you're doing a tarot reading about your, you know, about yourself. You got to be careful right. to not read into, you know, read too much into. Uh, you know, you, you got to be careful with it, with 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 what you get out of it. So, um, I think it, but yeah, it, it but it is good at uh, sort of telling you what is uh, what's going on, and, and you know, it, it, but. Again, it's going to give you very, it's not going to be very specific, right? It's going to be very, it's going to be very general. And, uh, you know, if you, you, the more specificity, it's, it doesn't always work uh, in specificity, right? It's just a, uh, so you you got to be kind of, it, it, it does, yeah, it, it, it it is, some, you know, there's a lot of readings for the cards and some of them are, you know, there's some formulaic ones, but there's also kind of a, there's almost a feeling that the card kind of gives you, right? And, and, and so, um, and you can feel it sometimes. It's like, okay, I know that the normal interpretation of this card is X, but I'm feeling like this card's really saying this, right? It, it, and there's not a, there, there, It's not an exact science. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a feel to it. And so, you know, what, you know, what that is that's influencing that feeling, I, I can't tell you, um, you know, whether it's you know some sort of spirit or whatever. But it's, but yeah, you can. I can sort of feel this. The you know the energy flow through the cards when I'm drawing you know when I'm when I'm doing it and, and sometimes I've had I've, I mean I've had that one reaction one time where I'm like I already know the answer to that question
1: and uh, you know and, and, yeah, so and whatever you have to get get in tune with your own cards exactly or prunes, or you know chicken livers or you know uh, cat bones whatever it is you use as your own personal oracle you have to be in tune with it otherwise it yeah. doesn't help you.
0: Well, exactly. So, okay. So here is so like this is so I, I've I've got I've got four different tarot decks at this point, right? And there's one that I use all the time because it's because it kind of speaks to me, right? It was it's a it's a it's uh, a Yohann Dov um, uh, the uh, the um, you know, the Marseille tarot and, and, and it, it, his his rendering of it and it. You know, it kind of speaks to me. It's it, it 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 it's further back in the you know the in in the hierarchy. You know, in terms of like what how pe- what people use today, but in um, some of it, some of the read, you know, some of the uh, you know the interpretation goes back a little bit further than you know, say writer or weight or, or thought. Uh, it's a little bit uh, it's it, it's a little bit different. It's in the numerology is a little bit more consistent uh, as a result, but ultimately um, there's a little bit more room in the Marseille tarot to come up with a, to, to, uh, to see things from a different way. I, f- I feel like that, that writer waits a little bit too formulaic at times and uh, it doesn't really, right. it, it, it's uh, yeah, again, but, but, you know, that's just my opinion, man. I mean, that's just, you know, <laughs> um, as somebody <laughs> reads it, um, but, but okay. So you, uh, I think you got to our last question, which is about a uh, uh, so Yeah. We'll,
2: you, uh, you mentioned, you know, using, you know bones and whatnot. I know that you are a runamal practitioner. You want to tell our listeners about that?
1: Sure, uh, I do practice the oracle, uh, oracular tradition of runamal. Uh, the runes, the Norse runes, specifically the I use the Heathark recorder. Um, I do practice it as a, an internal oracle. Uh, I know that there are other uses for it, but the, for me personally, it's nothing more than uh, an internal oracle to help me help guide my own way through my own life. That's what I use them for. And nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, it, that's why I feel a, a kinship with people who use the tarot for their own personal oracle, or the I Ching, or any other uh, style or type of internal oracle. I feel a special kinship with people that can can do those kinds of things.
0: Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I I really like the um, I, I really like that. Yeah, there's lots of ways to get to to Rome, so to speak, right? So you you try and figure out, you know, what speaks to you, and that's and and I know tarot decks are very personal. You might use a different tarot deck at a different you know in a different reading. I bought, I know there's uh, there's one in particular that, this one deck that I'm using in particular because it, yeah, it speaks to me. It doesn't uh, the other yeah I don't even use the other. Tarot. I've got I've got three other tarot decks and I just I never use them uh, because uh, it they 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 don't uh, I don't know. They don't have the right energy or something about them, and so uh, and, and it was really hard to even pick the ones that I have. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's but yeah, it is. It's it's ultimately something that yeah, it's it's a feeling, and yeah, it's you know, it's. I th- I think the tarot deck chooses you as much
1: as you choose the tarot deck. Um,
0: yeah, and, I, and yeah,
1: precisely. And, that's that's exactly how my uh, I ended up with my runes in the first place was because they chose me. Yeah, because you and they you, used my wife as a conduit.
0: Ah, oh, well, there you go. So, 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 tell us the story of that.
1: Oh, yeah. My wife went to a uh, paranormal fair with a friend of hers, and while they were there, they were walking around, they were looking at all the display stuff, and my wife walked by a table and felt the compulsion to stop. And what she did, she turned around and she looked at this table, and she saw this. It was in a uh, a little cardboard box little display case it was a book a little gray uh little gray book and a little gray bag full of runes the book was uh the book of runes written by robert bloom and that's i've been using it to this day she picked it up and bought it without knowing why she just bought it and she brought it home and while, while she was pulling all of her stuff out of her bag, she grabbed hold of that box and she looked at it, and then she had the compulsion to give it to me. So she did. She gave it to me, and as soon as it came into my hand, it felt like I had already owned this, these rooms for my entire life.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: I, I, I felt like they've always been mine. They've just come back to me
2: and there's probably something to that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so uh, all right, I have got I've got a story what I think is relevant. Um very very similar. Uh so um this was a few weeks ago. Um we were um this this is I think almost right after uh Kashmir was uh, was uh, uh, in our it was in our home and um and Cashmere has a thing for feet, and he he rubs on you know when when we're up in the yeah, he does. Uh, the, the office yeah he's a he, he's a, he, yeah um, yeah I, I, he he plops in the hallway and we have to pay him in the foot rubs uh, I don't know where I don't know where the little <laughs> fuzzball is but um,
2: he probably pre-gamed too hard and he's napping somewhere. yeah I'm
0: sure that's what he's doing I saw I thought I saw him sort of venture in here earlier but um, but anyway we, but I felt a rub on my leg uh, you know when he was when he was up here but it, but I looked around and I couldn't find him. And so I have a story, and this is this is this is a relevant story from growing up. Um, so my um, um, our cat uh, when I that we had when I was about three years old, um, you know had a, had a litter of kittens. Um, uh, one of them was a little striped kitty named Jr., and the other one was they're, 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 I, mean, I think we gave away a couple other ones. The other one was Nina, and we kept Nina. You know, Nina lived for a good you know twenty years probably. Um, but Jr. Unfortunately, um, was um, you know he he got eaten by a pit bull, and uh, you know that Aww. was so um, you know I never had my tiger kitty, and uh, you know you want to talk about a spirit, um, you know I felt that when when I was looking around, kind of going okay, why did my leg get rubbed? I think that was I think that was him, you know, um, that that's uh, that's it. Um, so okay, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. No, I was trying to tell you. Speak into the mic. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. I, okay. Yeah, I'm trying. This dude does not take hand signals worth a shit.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm. You know, I'm a little stoned. I've got. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm also like so
2: big penis.
0: You know, I'm. Oh, geez. I, I'm distracted by that. You know. Do so. you
2: forget the? F- yeah. Your your penis keeps hitting the mute button.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's why I've got problems with a uh, with a uh, with a uh, with mute buttons.
2: Bullshit. Bullshit. That's exactly (laughs) it. You're so full of shit. But that's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah exactly so it's anyway but uh, so i've had that uh, that experience i think with uh uh you know the in and, and you know, very recently like the cat has come back and, and you know we've even we've even talked about the fact that uh, uh maybe the, the reason cashmere is um what was was it was in phoenix's life was to bring cashmere to me somehow i mean i don't know how true that is but uh, that there's
2: Well yeah. okay so the thing is this. okay when i got cashmere all right i was Not looking for... I I didn't want a boy cat. I wanted a girl. Because I didn't want to run the risk of having him spray in the truck. Because, Uh you know, it's hard as hell to clean. You know what I'm saying. I think
1: from experience, it's tougher than shit to clean that stuff up.
2: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So, I didn't want a boy cat. But when I saw this little gray ball of fluff with these sweet intoxicating blue eyes... I just had to look at him, and I snuggled him, and he just looked at me like I'm home, and I was like, yep, he's, he's the one. I didn't know why, but I knew that I needed that cat in my life, and it's amazing that all the things that have occurred in my life with him, he is truly my balance. I say he's my best friend. Because he's been, for the last five years, he's been by my side through, you know, good, bad, and indifferent. And, you know, he's even, at my darkest times, at my lowest lows, he's right there. He knows something's not right. And he would, you know, jump up on the bunk with me and just bug the shit out of me. Even when I was driving, he would just bug the hell out of me until I would pet him. And by petting him, it kind of soothed me and it made me feel better. And it reminded me. That, you know, there's somebody in this world that truly depends on me for their very existence because, you know, without me, you know, there's nobody to feed him or give him water or whatever. And, you know, even though he sits there and and looks at me like, bitch, if I had opposable thumbs, you'd be fucking dead by now. I know he loves me. (laughs) All cats are plotting our demise.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's the fact that they love us that keeps them from
2: doing it. <laughs> That's right. That's very true. Exactly. Uh, but that was that was one of the stoned revelations that I had the other night when we were, you know, passing the duchy, if you will, was exactly. you know, because we believe everything happens for a reason, and as much as Kashmir has been there to keep me going, just the the serendipity of how absolutely devoted to phone boy he is to the point this cat doesn't purr and yet I get a message one day going uh you know your shit stains purring I'm like oh no he doesn't purr he's like no he's audibly purring I'm like the fuck you say and sure enough I confirmed that this damn cat is purring and I'm like that's it Like game over, you're you're it. You know, talk about twin flame. You're the only. This is going to sound so dirty. You're the only guy that's made my pussy purr. (laughs) 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 Yes, I said it intentionally like that, giggity.
0: Yeah, because yeah, because because uh, you you want me to write it down as a potential show title, right? Well, you know. I mean, seriously, like, you know, that's what, that's what you but do. But
2: on a serious note, like, yeah. I, I Chicka-chicka-chow! <laughs> exactly. I had actually told <laughs> him, you know, it, back in February, because I brought cashmere with me when we spent the long weekend in the cottage. And I told him, I said, if my cat likes you, then we can, we can see each other. But if my cat doesn't like you, dude, like, sorry, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, no. As 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 nuts as I am about you, yeah, no. If my cat doesn't like you, you're screwed. Right.
1: Love and me, love my cat. My cat don't love you. All right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah I, I believe. I, I believe. You know, if the cat were, you know, if the if the cat were the cat didn't like me, I think he'd probably be, you know, something probably doing something like you're this. fired.
1: Get out
2: of here. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, I'm just saying. You know. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think I could have had a relationship if Kashmir did not like him because, I mean, there were just, I mean, you see it all the time on, you know, My Cat from Hell and stuff like that. I mean, I know it's fucking, you know, there's no reality in reality TV, but ultimately, I just, I didn't want it to be, you know, a thing. And thankfully, um, it's actually gone the other way. I've been replaced. Like, this cat gives zero fucks about me. He's all about phone boy and sleeping on his feet and, you know, purring for him. I'm like, yeah, I've been replaced.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well uh, hey, down know. in front. Speaking a cat. Yes, <laughs> down in front. Um, so, um, did we get through all the questions? I think we I did. We I did. think we did. I know we did. I know we got about two hours of content, so. Uh,
2: hell yeah. Uh,
0: so, there we go. Um,
2: so, um, I they guess. Take out
1: all of my stupidity and you got 15 minutes worth. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in hell we would take yeah. a syllable out of this interview with yeah, you. Yeah, well,
0: you know, but I mean. Seriously, seriously, I Other
2: know. than to clip the shit out of it. I'm so fucking over this. All
0: hey. right. Yeah, well, you know, I and mean, I guess we have to end this we, we know how we end these yeah, things, don't gonna, we? Yeah, we have to end it something
1: like this. Jordan, face back! Swoosh! And that's the game! Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.